four, three, two, and we are rolling. Hi, I am the Shad, directly from Tampa, Florida, and you're listening to the Tommy Allen Hard to Name podcast. Now I have a question, brothers. Where the hell is the big bubble, Jay? Get him back on the show ASAP. You guys need him. Enjoy it. Edgy throw, edgy throw, edgy throw, edgy throw, edgy throw, edgy throw. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard Today Podcast, episode number 36. And that voice that you just heard is that of El Cran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll bro and the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What's going on, Adam? Hey, it's a little crowded in here. (laughs) You think so? Yes, I do think so. <laughs> Why is that? Because producing tonight in studio, ooh, in studio, yeah, is Big Papa Jay <laughs> Martinez. Oh, triumphant return. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are you? <laughs> Doing well. Oh man, dude, with that guest intro, I knew something was up. I just knew it. Yeah, I knew what, what's it, the story it, behind that intro? Oh, that's my was, buddy. That's my buddy, Mr. Osvaldo Santiago. Osvaldo, it's a great Santiago. buddy of mine. Yeah, it's a guy. I know this guy for years, huh? and uh, he obviously uh, has a favorite. Oh among, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. The, the he's, he's he enjoys Big Bubba J Martinez. <laughs> he's a radio DJ, and it's, you know, at some point in his life, he was also a Marquesina party DJ. Okay, you know, and uh, he's he's overall great dude. You know, I know this guy for. A lot of years, he's, I could say he's probably one of my best friends, you know, maybe family events. One of the many weddings that we've been oh, to. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. We went out there to his uh, daughter's wedding out in uh, in Tampa, you yep. know. So, <laughs> yeah. So I love this guy. I love his family. So I want to shout out to Shag. Thanks, man, for uh, <laughs> doing our guest intro there. We did a little Daddy Yankee for you, a little El Gistro. We went... We went off of our uh, off of our that's, norm. That's off script for us. That, yeah, it? super. That's super off. That's a trivia to my buddy. <laughs> I figured he wanted Big Bubba J back. I might as well, you know, put something else that Big Bubba enjoys. I don't want him to be right. leaving again. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what it, that's I me. Mean, that's what it takes. <laughs> that's the, I, it's, I can enjoy it now. When I was a kid, I was not allowed to play that in the house. <laughs> oh, that's not that wasn't permissive. No, it was not permissive <laughs> at all in this house at all. Only late at night on a very on a very low. Uh, volume setting on this on oh, this radio Sony sneak, radio I had. had to sneak it. Yeah, I had to sneak it. So yeah, that's uh, I couldn't play it in the house. So, but that was an album I had. Actually, I had it whenever Dad was uh, deployed, and I came. <laughs> he came back, and I was um, um, trying to tap into uh, I don't know, like a new phase in, in my in my life based uh-huh. off pop culture. But the album was Los Hombrones de Yankee. And my mom bought it for me, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, the mom doesn't read, you know, the explicit lyric content. You know, Jeremy's like eleven. Her baby wouldn't listen to yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, Never. no. It was it was immediately it was immediate lockdown. How did you have all the intimate knowledge of this? Oh, because you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my buddy and my buddy was, uh, you know, the shag and me. We've had our misadventures oh. here and there. You know, things that. <laughs> That I'm not gonna, you know, talk about on the podcast, and much less in front of my son. Oh, oh, oh. okay, <laughs> all right. You know, adult things. 
<laughs> the shag is the gro- is the is the great is one of the greatest friends dad has of all time. Yeah, dude, it's okay. Yeah, it's very entertaining. Is, that he's, guy, he's, he's, I love that guy. He's yeah, I, you know, I love the shag. You have no idea. <laughs> you really. <laughs> we can't be next to each other like two seconds without laughing. It's just one of those things. It's one of the you know. Uh, that's you, Dad. Oh, oh, that's me. Yep. Oh, well, that's incredible. <coughs> Somebody, I, I think I had turned it off here. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. It's off. <laughs> Where's the professionalism? I. You're like, talking happening? about shag, and then your <laughs> phone starts ringing. It's buzzing. <laughs> shag and buzzing. That's too much. No, but uh, yeah, I got back, and Jeremy's all of a sudden. Jeremy's here at the house with. He had tapped. He had tapped into his uh, his uh, Puerto Rican culture of. That reggaeton music, and I said, "Oh hell no, mm. he's not gonna be listening you to that." That is very like, inappropriate. Yeah, super. <laughs> Jeremy wasn't a. You know, I don't think Jeremy was, was a like teen in, yet. I was like in fifth grade. He was like in fit. Yeah, I was like eleven or whatever you were. It was like two thousand and two thousand and six. So 2005, yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, he was eleven. No, he was ten. He was ten, ten yeah. years old. <laughs> ten and eleven year olds probably listen to that kind of stuff not today. Well, Four year olds. Oh, that's now. fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's not here. Not in, oh, not in Casa not, de Martinez, yeah. Yeah, we live in 1960 in this house. Yeah, that, it only was, under yeah, your watch, it was 1916, like Jeremy said back then. It's like, um, it was like he took a play, he took a page out of uh, Al Bundy's playbook, where he said, um, or was that Al Bundy? Was that Married with Kids, where he yelled at his kids, said, "It might be 1999 out there, but in this house, it's." Was that the wrong show? Am I, <laughs> I don't know. the wrong show here. Oh, man, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm referring to. I, I, I know to. your referent, your your reference, but I don't know what show it is. Yeah, I don't know. It might if have that been was a movie. Now it wasn't Al Bundy. Oh no, it was The Sopranos. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was oh. The Sopranos. First season of The Sopranos when uh, Meadow said something smart to oh. Tony, and Tony oh. looks at her and said, "It might be 1999 out there, but in this house, it's 19 blah 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 blah." It's the uh, probably the only person that that Tony couldn't send to get whacked. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> His daughter. No kidding. Speaking, you know, speaking of inappropriate uh, things that I was into as a kid, I watched Sopranos too when I was a kid oh, with really? Dad. Oh, you allow that, <laughs> but the, the but Daddy no G strings, no no G string music, no, no G string. No, that, music. Yeah, well, well, that song is an Odie. Is, is, <laughs> he was in, in a gladiator <laughs> uniform screwing <laughs> cocktail waitresses. No, that How's was that, better? that was the mob. That was the mob boss in in Italy. He was screwing. Now you know my uh, boss's wife. I don't know. I think I remember in, in like Roman armor or something. Yeah, was, that was that was the. That wasn't Tony. That wasn't Tony. No. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's happening. That, or, I mean, that, it was Tony, but it was the wrong. That, that lovely song for the that D was show. on the intro. Oh, it uh, was an ode. Ode to, to uh, <laughs> a, cer- a certain garment <laughs> that people El wear. El yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't oh, know that. I didn't pick no, up on no, that. No, I watched that, to be fair. My 10-year-old was not going to be celebrating an ode to the G-string. That was just not going to work. To be fair, the Sopranos version that I watched was the A&E basic cable. Oh, thank you. I was about cut. to say that. Oh, oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, to yeah. be fair, to be fair. It wasn't like all and the even then Pop extra was like you know the DVDs or even then Pop would change the channel real quick when things got a little too racy on A and E yeah because I you know I see it you know from HBO usually I'd be at a hotel or something you know and on Saturday night on a Sunday night I'd, if I was TDY or whatever you know I was on a, on an army trip or something I'd I'd see I already knew what was gonna happen kind of so yeah no <laughs> but you know it is it is okay. what it is he, I, I also uh, you know I, I I've been referencing too much of the Lords of the Ring lately. 
But Jeremy, Jeremy, I think this is like 33 episodes in a row of Lords of the Ring. Jeremy got to see the Lords of the Ring when he was a... Yeah, and I loved it, too. He was a... What little, was wrong with that? Just, well, it was it was the orcs and the monsters and stuff and like that. And the guts and the... And the guts and the, and the blood. It's essentially just slaying. good versus evil, and all the orcs are well, that's, that's just evil. What, that's well, what, that's what, what I was, what he was explaining evil. to my mother. <laughs> that's oh. what I, But my mom said, eso son cosas del diablo. You know, that means those are things of the devil. Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. want him watching that. But but don't you want to see <laughs> things of the devil slayed? Yeah. I think what I think what tipped her over was I used to have this axe that I had from a uh, uh, from an old Halloween costume. This like play axe that looked like um, Gimli. Gimli's, and I got a purple marker and I scribbled on the blades of the axe and it was orc, orc blood. blood? Yeah. Oh, look at this. <laughs> That's creative. <laughs> so, and so I'm sitting here. Do actually, you see the influence now? <laughs> I, I'm seeing it. Orc blood is okay to have on your axe. Exactly. But and I was sitting in, I was in this very room. I was swinging my axe while I was the, the movies were playing. What if you had a red marker and you put it on there? That, no, that'd be a no good. That's, well, at the, at that's the, the, that's the, the blood Jeremy of the, of the been, man. At the time, Jeremy could have been either the, and, and, uh, a goblin, or he could have been a dwarf, or he could have been a hobbit. He was at that height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He had multiple I, roles I, he could play. I could go toe to toe with Frodo if I needed to. <laughs> but not hairy toe to toe, just yeah, regular toe I, and no, hairy toe. toe. Really toe to right. toe. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you see the creativeness already in it. Mm-hmm. Did you see the oh, Martinez creativeness? You know, pur- purple. It's almost black. Yeah, yeah, a black right, blood. Right, right, right. When you slay orcs, but purple doesn't denote real blood, you know, yeah. from, from a living, breathing person. But from a nasty, from, reality, from yeah. a nasty from orc, a yeah. nasty demon, yeah, yes. a demon spawn made <laughs> from from uh, the the wood because they were made out of wood. Well, the urukai were made out of like no, oh, no, 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 no. I don't know what urukai. <laughs> <laughs> We'll move on. We'll move on. Oh, we're no, we're no, getting no. too deep real into quick, it. Real quick, oh, real quick, real quick, <laughs> real quick, famous real quick, last real quick, words. Real quick, no, no, real quick. Orcs, yeah, are the result of tortured twisted and elves. twisted up elves. Yeah. So you know they start off as elves, and they you know corrupted. They're tormented by the right by the one by the one who by evil basically by evil. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. Sauron's master, I forget his name right now. He's eluding. Anyway, but Is that's like a direct Lucifer reference or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah so kind of kind of kind of twisted match, by yeah. the devil. Okay. The devil Gosh. in the Lord of the Rings realm and then the Urukai, which were the super powerful. They orcs. were like they were like the unit orcs. <laughs> like these guys were just like units, just straight. And, and they could move in daylight. They were the, the special way. forces. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were like the SEAL Team Six oh, Thousand because no. there was like six thousand <laughs> of them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but they were created by Saruman. Saruman was was uh, Count Dooku. Count Dooku in the movies. Christopher Lee. Count Dooku? Yeah. I thought he was a Star Wars character. <laughs> right, but the actor. The actor. Oh, oh, he's, oh, oh, he's, oh he's Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah. I think you're getting a headache there, My Adam. brain is but I thought, exploding. I, know, I, I always thought they were made from the from the Ent. From the Ents. Like the... Because the, they tore down all the trees. What they tear all the trees down for? Dude, they tore the trees down so they could use they could use fire to make industry, which was making the swords and was making the weapons and was making the towers. I, 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 I guess my fantasy was to... <laughs> My fantasy level is on all another level because I was thinking like they're the, chopping down trees the woods that that the wood that talks and walks. No pun, you know. No, it no would have been the only wood in this show is the wood that made you feel good, <laughs> which, which was our awesome contest. <laughs> Going back to the timing our hearts and a podcast available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple 
podcast apps. Yes. I missed that. Yes. <laughs> I missed that. Thank you. And on Alexa. <laughs> and on your favorite DSPs. Anyway, Anyways, yeah. moving on, moving on. But I'm Jeremy, glad to be back. Jeremy just moved us on. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get he, too deep into it. I was, listening to, show. I was listening to the podcast while I was oh, no. uh, away. And Critiques I was like, oh, are coming. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, anyway. No, it was fantastic. You guys oh, did fantastic. a great job, but oh. sometimes it was lingering on on a, on a few things. But that's that's what we do, <laughs> and that's what we just did. So I'm moving us on. Got it. Anyway, let's move on because we got a full show today. Man. Oh, we sure do. We, not that not that not that it matters, but <laughs> we we could have no content uh, and still just right. be able yeah, to exactly. Today is man. What day is it? It's incredible. Already August the 1st of 2020. Wow. This year is flying. Suckily yes, by. Yes, sir. August the... F- Can you believe that, dude? I can't. It's like I blinked and summer started and I blinked again and it's August already. It's just like yeah. it's... It, it, I mean, I, did, I didn't go on <laughs> any real vacations. <laughs> no. I only went one trip out, you know, to North Carolina. Right. And to be celebrated on Father's Day by your daughter. In yeah. the summer. In the and summer. I ended up working there my, between oh, her, her and I woke up. Yeah, that's the only day I got a break. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That was it, dude. It's like, it, this is the first summer and I mean, I, don't get me wrong. There's people that are super worse than, than, than I am, at least. I'm not bitching about that. I'm just to you mean me their, their to mental me just, state is is horrible. Is no, what you're you mean people have been unemployed, you know, losing their oh, jobs, you know, doing all these right. things. So because but the, everything's relative. The, so in your in your it could be sucky for you. Too. Reality, it's it's shitty. Yeah, you know? but you know what I'm saying? Just comparison, like every year that you know, summertime usually you're just trying to to fit in what you're gonna do because you, you're trying right. to so, so much. So much. Yeah, yeah, you're so trying much. to you're trying to take advantage. You know, our our trip to L.A. this summer sure got totally mixed. Yeah. You know, there was no, there. when the second wave came through, man, of COVID, I said, oh, hell, that, there goes LA. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even going to try. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then you know what happened that we'll be talking about a little bit later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, due to our, to the, uh, to the, to the announcement that we had this week. Right. You know, it was just, I just, it, it just was one of those things that I said, oh, no. It's already August, and we're ready to go t- play the announcement for uh, for that. The one that we set out this week, the trailer. Special there Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Our medical research staff, headed by our own Big Bubba, Jay Martinez, tackle the truth and lies behind all the coronavirus news. Jay has been on a detailed, fact-finding mission to determine the reality behind all the hysteria. He'll tackle the topics of... Wearing a mask, using hand sanitizer, social distancing, trial vaccines, and sex through glory holes. What's good and what's real good. If you're looking for a little peace of mind from the nation's most trusted news source, tune in to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. You won't want to miss this. We didn't let it out of the bag. No, we didn't. That that is where 
Jay has been spending his time. Yeah. He's been doing this medical research <laughs> and finding all the, the data. He's been crunching the numbers, getting the data, talking to the experts. Yeah. We're going to get a detailed report <laughs> later on in this yep. episode. About oh my God! You know what? That, I just want to say. I just want to say that. Thank you, Adam, for saving the, at least the, the the later part of that one bit because the intro really sucked really bad. <laughs> we, we transitioned horribly into that. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll a little bit more of that uh, later, right? Right, exactly. So today is August the 1st, 2020, like I said before, and today is National Mustard Day. National Mustard. You put that on your hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, yeah, National Mustard Day. It's wh- what's your favorite condiment? Um, I don't like ketchup. I really, love t- I love a tomato, but I don't like ketchup. Hmm. Mayonnaise, it's right out unless it's on like a BLT. Right. Uh, so I guess process of elimination, mustard would be my favorite. I mean, there's more than three condiments. I understand. Yeah, you're talking about from the top three. Yeah, I like ketchup. I like mayo ketchup. Jeremy, you can go ahead and let them know what my favorite condiment is. Mustard. <laughs> oh. Dad. Now, do you um, like the gray poupon? You like the uh, fancy stuff? He the likes yellow? it all. The yellow. I think the only one he, I don't I ever like really it. see him indulging in is the um, Dijon. Dijon mustard. His favorite is uh, the whole grain brown oh, spicy mustard. real mustard seeds yeah, in yeah. there. Kind he of likes that one. Ground. Yeah. I could eat that with crackers. I could eat that with... Soup, anything. <laughs> I th- I mix it in with my salad. Wow. Yeah, no, it's These good. These are applications that I would never even consider for mustard. My well, you w- take you take a little bit of you if you take lounge. This is this is gonna sound crazy, but if you you take a little bit of uh, extra virgin olive oil. Yes. Right, and you mix in that with a little bit of mustard. Okay. You you water it down just a tad, or maybe throw a little bit of oregano in there if you water. want. Just you know, I mean, you wa- when I say you water it down, is you you break Dilute up the, the consistency of the uh, the the actual mustard itself with the with the right. virgin olive oil. It becomes and a you looser, dilute it, yeah. a looser type. Thing. Yeah, yes, and then gotcha. you just drizzle it a little bit over the salad, and it tastes awesome. That is your dressing. That could be sometimes. Sometimes it also I could take uh, I could take a uh, tuna, uh, dress up tuna, you know. Uh, because I can't have tuna. A coat and tails? Uh, yeah, well, you kind of, yeah. In, oh. a, in a sense, yes. Okay. You take the tuna. Take you the know, tuna. You, what people usually do with the tuna is just put maybe a little bit of mayo on there. I don't know what, you know, some salt, possibly. A little bit of green onion you in know, there? Yeah, a little, like yeah, a little bit of sure. green onion, some tomato. Sure. Uh, uh, Celery pieces in there, a little texture. If you want, or you could also use relish. You could use relish, you do, and then you then you put then there. you put the mustard in there. Okay, you know regular mustard could be light it's mustard. It's in the mix. It's not just topping. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not on you, the bread. Yeah, yourself. you you, you uh, okay. conjuggle it all together. I just juggle. I just made that word up. I don't know if it's a word or not, but I just made it up. You kind of like combobble it all together. Then you throw in a little bit of spicy mustard on it, maybe a spoonful. So, what is your number one brand of mustard? I like. Oh man! Isn't that like Gildan or something it's, with a G? Yeah, something like that. That's like, my that's my favorite. Do you have the yellow stuff? I have the, 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 the what is it? The French French uh, French French yellow. Mustard. I don't really, I really don't care what the brand is. To be honest with you, as long as it's mustard, dude, I slam it. Wow! 
My wife. The, the one that I'm the one that I'm a little bit most standoffish with is the horseradish mixed one up. There's one that gets mixed up with a little bit of horseradish in it, and since I like spicy it's mustard already, isn't it? It, it does. It kind of kills it off. So my uh, my wife, when she was pregnant with Ale, um, put mustard on about on about everything. That and was her craving. Yeah, she just loved mustard. She would eat um, fried bologna sandwiches, okay, or even just a regular turkey sandwich. And uh, I would prepare it sometimes for her, and I, I knew she liked mustard, so I put it on both on both breads. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how much she liked mustard. Okay. And even then, she would go back. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. So we went through bottles of of ye- just regular yellow mustard, just ha- bottles has that of that dissipated. No, she still loves it. Oh, okay. Yeah, she still loves mustard. Wow, you are a mustard family over yeah. here. Yeah. Well, well, I'm not. I'm not like super big on it. Like I'll put it on my on my hot dogs and stuff like that. But I'm never like. I need mustard on this, or I want mustard on this. It's just like more like, uh, okay, I'll take mustard or whatever. Like, um, but anyways, when 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 Monica was ob- is obviously older than Jeremy, so I taught Monica a little bit to slam the mustard. You know what I'm saying? So then sure. on crackers and stuff like that, I would put pressure on him and say, "You're not a Martinez if you don't eat this with crackers and whatever." So I would slam a lot. And then then when obviously when Jeremy grew up a little bit more, well, Monica was a little bit older as well. So she was like, "Dad, Dad, let's do it to Jeremy." <laughs> we used to put juice they would up. abuse oh. me. Oh. <laughs> she wanted to get in on the act. Yeah, they would abuse so, me. They so would put like a half a jar of mustard <laughs> on the cracker Holy and say, "If you don't do this, you're not a Martinez. You're not really part of the family." So I can't. That's not, not even like peer that. pressure. That's like parental pressure. No, right? yeah, that- no, no, it's 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 borderline abuse. <laughs> it's heritage pressure. <laughs> Oh, here we I am. Better, with, we better go get some DNA testing if you don't slam this. Here I am with a little saltine cracker, about you know that big and about half the bottle of mustard on him. Okay, here I go. Wow. And you just slam it. It was great. That's probably why I'm not really fond of mustard now. I'm talking been, out loud about it. Yeah, you've probably been dis- <laughs> intensely yeah. averse to it now yeah. because you just had it thrown down. I like it, gullet. but it's not like oh my god, it's so good. I love it, man. I You'd just, probably be offended by watching me like go grab a hot dog and throw it in a bun. You eat it dry? I'll just take it dry. Oh hell no! <laughs> so you so you so you slam your hot don't, dog? Don't isolate what I just you, said. You slam but, your hot dog? Your hot dog dry? <laughs> right in the bun. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat. I'll eat a hot dog just with with ketchup. Oh, I like ketchup. No, I don't know. I, my has to. Have I, I give people grief about using putting ketchup on their hot dogs. Je, je, Jeremy, just, just a little bit of grief. Jeremy, what? How do I? Ex, how do I prepare the hot oh, dog? Oh man, itself? a power dog is what he That's used what to I call, call power, dog? Yeah, power dog. Yeah. Power dog. So <laughs> get the bun and put the hot, hot dog in it. Right. Right. Put sauerkraut. Sure. Okay. Okay. You put um, half tomato slices. Oh, not even four like of chopped them. up fine. They're no, no, big no, no, wedges. no. Halves. Yeah, wedges, halves. Yeah. They're better that way. You get most more tomato, more meat, more tomato. More tomato you just meat. get more of tomato. I'm getting you hungry. Put, you put the the diced ones, and they fall off. You know, at least whenever sure. they're wedged in there, you get you get it in your bite. Okay. So you put the the hot dog. You put your your four uh, wedges in in between the dog and the bun, and then you put the sauerkraut on top. Is this a foot long dog? <laughs> no, it's a regular hot, a regular dog. hot dog. Oscar okay. Mayer, the oh, okay. the little you know. Five inch ones. The dog is getting buried in all. Or, of this. And then you put um, ketchup, mm. mustard, mm. and relish. Damn. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord! Yeah. It's a hot dog, <laughs> man. It is a hot dog. 
and then you slam it, man. And and bonus points if you can get all of it, you know. Um, we used to do that too. We used to try to jam it. You all jam it all in your mouth <laughs> without any of the sauerkraut or anything falling out. Until a wilder caught me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, until, yeah. until it would have caught the chaos yeah, yeah, yeah. She said you know they're going to do that yeah. Out in the restaurant said, And what's the problem with that Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're let's, just say our dogs. let's just say it stopped Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Well today is National Mustard Day uh, The way you celebrate must, uh, yes, National Mustard Day is You can take the The myriad of many things you could put mustard on. Myriad. Myriad, is it? I, I got thought it was my raid. I got it wrong again. <laughs> 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 well, you know, many, many things you could uh, right. put uh, put mustard on, and uh, you discuss it with uh, with whoever you're with, be it your spouse, friends, or picnic, or you're at a hot dog stand, <laughs> and then... Uh, okay. You take a picture of it and you hashtag it. Oh, that's <laughs> the same way we celebrate everything nowadays. National hot dog. No, excuse me. National mustard. Mustard day. day. Yeah. Hashtag mustard day. Yeah. It's also a uh, girlfriend's and parents' day. Those are separate things. Separate right? things. Yeah, separate things. Yeah. Girlfriends are separate yeah. from parents. I, 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 parents' I, day. What oh. I what, what I did like is that girlfriends was in uh, was in plural. <laughs> 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 so if you have one, you can't celebrate. It looks. Like, I mean, I would think that you know. I don't know how you would hashtag that one, if, right? Because that one might mess you up on social media. If you'll you have know, a if, series of photos yeah, coming say, out, yeah, you just they, you know they would find out things. I yeah. don't know, you know. And then you know, I, I could see where you go. That's not the best way to celebrate that one. You uh, slather up in mustard with the girlfriends, and you may become parents. I just don't know how that all. Jesus. Yeah. That's <laughs> a mess. I don't know how that all get kabobbles there. Yeah, there but yeah. That is a mess. Adam. Yes. Oh, yes. We're going to switch it up, dude. Okay. It's history time. Okay. And it is a glorious day in history, by the way. August 1st, this day in history. What this happened? This day in history. Mm-hmm. I was, it actually was 1961. Okay. Adam. Yeah. Do you enjoy roller coasters? <laughs> I do a bit. I'm not the biggest fan of roller coasters. I say the most cuss words uh, <laughs> per per minute on a roller coaster. You're shitting me oh for real. Oh my god! <laughs> you I, like I, oh, I let it fly. It's, it's my kid's favorite thing is sitting next to me on the oh. roller coaster, and I'm I'm gripping white knuckle grip on whatever's around me, and cuss words are just flying. <laughs> Six flags over Texas. Yes. Opened today its first park. Oh, that was the first one? Of the Six Flags chains, yes. It had its its soft opening today, which is like the one that you invite family, friends, employees. You bring some like VIP people to come and check it out. VIP people, and they slam the whole thing, so... Did they have the association with the Looney Tunes at this time? I, I didn't know. I mean, mm, I, 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 didn't know. I did not go that far, but it was okay. a amusement park lover's head for thrills, is what the headline said, to try out... The new rides as they attempt to not shit in their pants. <laughs> like you. Actually, the, the paper didn't say that. <laughs> I was going to say, I see it in quotes here. Like, this is a racy paper. Uh, yes, today. Five days later on August the 5th. Well, that's when they had their grand opening. Yeah, we've been to that. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's in Arlington, Texas. Over Texas. 212 acres, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. They had this huge wooden roller coaster yep. last time I was there. Mm-hmm. They still have it. 
that that thing feels like those cars are about yeah, to rattle off of that mug. <laughs> yeah, they're rough. They're rough. Oh, my God. Was it was terrifying. the first park to feature log flumes. Okay. The mine train rides, which were pretty cool. Which one is the mine train? The mine train is the one that is a roller coaster, but it's not that high. And it just does some quick turns. And okay. This, and you, so go, it's, you it's, go into a structure, into the dark yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got you, I got you, I got you. It does a little dive at the end, kind of. You go into the dark. Okay, and you know that's it's it's more or less designed for like ten year olds. Yeah, nineteen sixty one. That's crazy. They're, yeah. crazy. They're like the Woo. kids that are in the in between yep. phase of not the kiddie rides, but you can't get on the big boy rides yet. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's it was right. the first to uh, to uh, feature what the ones that I personally love, mm-hmm. the three hundred and sixty degree loop mm. rides. So yeah, modern par- parachute drop, and uh, obviously the the man made river rapids that which was a big hit. You know, people because it's I hot. never liked those. I did. I mean, I would have loved them. I didn't so. mind. Is that like, the one where you're like you're in, in like a, a big a old tube? Thing yeah, yeah. And you're just kind of going around getting splashed. Yeah, yeah. That, I didn't like it because you get all wet, and then yeah, you, like it, it was fine if it was at the end of the day. Um, but like, then you're going through the whole park just soaked, and your pants are all wet, and but usually shoes are all wet. Yeah, but in you know, Dallas, I mean, Texas, it's usually like a uh, hundred degrees. Man, so maybe I, the, the water. The the, the one refreshing. time, the one time I went was in 2015. I, I went down with uh, Victoria's family for visiting uh, another family member, and um, they went to the water park. Uh, what is it called? Hurricane Har- Hurricane Harbor. Hurricane Harbor, yeah. And uh, I was like Jones in for for good roller coaster, so. I, uh, Tori and I were like, well, we're going to go to Six Flags. And, oh, man, it might have been a mistake because we were, oh, it was hot Died. as hell, man. Did it you was puke? hot as hell. Did you get, did no, you get no, nauseous? No, 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 no. We cooled down with some cold, strong creamery. Damn. Put a little mustard on yep. it. <laughs> that bowl. <old. laughs> maybe that, cr- maybe that crappy, what the frijoles you did last week. <laughs> oh, look at this. But it was ice cream. What happened? It was, it was, it was ice cream. You started cream. with ice cream story. Ice cream. I just, it was, it was, just hey, you wrapped it up. It lobster, lobster it. ice cream. Come on, let's not go there. But you okay. know, I mean, <laughs> mustard ice cream. I don't know about that. That sounds pretty <laughs> scrumptious. Sounds and, disgusting. But you know, but they were, they, now check this out. This park also pioneered the concept of the all-inclusive admission price versus the little tickets. You know that you buy the little tickets out like of the, at the uh, fair. I oh, like at the okay. fair. Yes, and thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for being back, son. You're welcome. Finishing my sentences. That's what I'm talking about. I know nobody was here to finish your sentences. No. I was no help. You wouldn't stop. Well, he kind of like stops them more than finishes them. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, Dur- my Dur- wife Dur- hates now, that now this is the, now this is the <laughs> this is the best part of the story. Okay, back in 1961, right during its opening year. Now it's the best part for cheapos like me. All right. A day at Six Flags. How much do you think it cost you? Oh, 1961. Uh, it was going to be $2.50. Oh, wow. wow. You're what a beast. Super close. Two seventy-five. Oh, two twenty-five for a child, dude. Wow. Yep, a hamburger sold for 50 cents, man. And that was probably, they consider that highway robbery, because I think we've seen like signs of like Five hamburgers, cent, hamburgers. like 15 yeah, cents or something yeah, yeah. like that. And a uh, soda pop was... A dime. Damn. Back when change meant something. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I think we had to change. I, I spend all yeah, day, we did already have I spent all day discussion. walking over change. Right, right, right. I'm right. not going to pick that up. Yeah, 1961, <laughs> that would have got me a soda. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Now I just kick it. <laughs> I'd pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. That's incredible. That's incredible. It's I, I love. It. I mean, I've been. I mean, my kids. So you're a big park goer. You I, like to go to uh, Six I, Flags uh, is your I, thing. I, I, yeah. yeah, we were. I taught my kids, dude, right in the front. <sighs> yeah. If you're gonna crap in your pants, 
crap it where everybody could smell, smell it in the back. No, that wasn't his logic. His, his logic was, I paid X amount of money for you to get into this damn park, and what? it wasn't just a. We get back to the cheapness. It again. wasn't. It wasn't just so you, you can. You better take, enjoy yourself, damn it. Yeah, it wasn't just to take some pictures with Bugs Bunny and, and Tasmanian Devil. You're going on all the rides. Oh, okay. And but it was fun. You know, it wasn't like we were scared. So did you feel like you were hustled through the park? Like you got off of a ride and it's like, okay, look, we got to go over no, there. No, 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 no strategic. Yeah, yeah. There's always a strategy in my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but explain you, it, Dad, because I don't remember that. You well. get Wait. there early. Sure. You you look at the map. You look at the shows. Oh. Right, and you take your pen, and you figure out. Okay, this is a popular ride. This is a show we'd like to go to. We may want to go during this time, this time. So as we go, we're also marking the crap that they would like to buy that day. Be it a plush toy or whatever a it may be. Basketball, a t-shirt. Yeah, whatever it may be. Because, right. you, know, you know, that shit's going to end up at a garage sale anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, at that point, at the end of the day, like maybe the last hour and a half when you're winding down and, you know, pants are wet because they've been in the, you know, in this uh, log ride. We're drained, we're drained. And I don't want, you know, I don't want to get my truck wet either. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because <laughs> I always have a plan. You know? Oh, okay. And, uh, and then, <laughs> at, yeah, then at the end of the day, you know, you would go, they, they pick up whatever they wanted from whatever park we went to, boom, and we leave. So we, we enjoyed it to the max. And but we would always, if we had enough time, it was if you really enjoyed that that ride. Remember how long it was. Remember, you know what you liked about it or whatever. And then if we got time, you can go back. And yeah, back again. back when they were smaller though. The, the so you uh, had to make a case like, oh, we want to go back to this one because we enjoyed it so yeah. much the first time. The problem or, was the problem was like Jeremy was little, yeah. So he didn't meet a lot of the. When I start I started taking them little. Okay. I mean, it's. Like, I mean, if you're, I'm gonna get him on, I'm he's like five. You know, they. they it, but how can you get your money's worth for a little guy? They had I, the kid zone. I had the kid zone, zone and Monica oh, too. Okay. So Monica, what I did? Oh my god! One time Monica was. <laughs> one time I took Jeremy right, and it was some ride I forgot the hell. The it was ninja. Called. The ninja. Never there you freaking go. Freaking forget it. He threw this gigantic ass fit. He must have been in kindergarten, or whatever he was, oh, because he grade. didn't meet the height requirement. He he was hell bent to get on this damn ride. Okay. And we're like, listen, fool, you can't get on this ride. I had to go on the freaking Joker, man. The one that, and it was a swing, like the big, yeah. the big pirate so ship we, swing. Yeah, 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 right, 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 right. But Monica was almost of age to be riding these three hundred and sixty degree ones. Uh-huh. So what I did is I bought Monica some some sandals that would raise her up a couple the, of the inches. Platform, the platform, the platform, the platform was like Kiss, like a Gene Kiss, Simmons, Kiss inspired sandals. Gotcha, right, dude. And I put her on some ride. It was called, I think, it was the Batman. And obviously she met the the the, the height requirement. Probably but barely. Mon- but Monica was like a like a twig. So when they not when they she locked was her barely restrained. Dude, when she was and she's right night next to me, we're in the front. And I'm like, oh no. And I was like, oh, parent of the year, I am not. You know, so what I did is during the entire ride, during the entire ride, I had enough space to put my hand over her. Like oh, that's gonna help. Like you know, well you know, kind of like not over, not <laughs> like over. the G's are gonna just. You know, not, oh, Tommy's hands here. No, we'll just go know, into the maybe next like person. Stallone and Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> but you know, again, we are here in 2020, and she's still alive, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> maybe okay. she has that memory. It's like 
He saved me on that roller coaster. I was gonna yeah, fly dad, out of there. That's why I'm dad, dad, of, uh, dad of you know. Dad the was universe. shitting uh, his pants on the ride, but it wasn't because of the ride. It was because no, of his decision. Dude, I love this ride. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for this. I'm gonna pay for this. I can't, I can't get on those rides no more because of my back. Yeah, but dude, I love those rides, man. Man, it's, so fun. And then so whenever much we were, fun. and then when uh, the last time we were in St. Louis, um, Monica. I mean, we got the season passes every year. Uh, thanks to Six Flags being And they were so old friendly. enough to go by themselves, And dude. Monica was driving, and we were like, you want to go to Six Flags this weekend? Got her approved by mom and dad. We took the friend, and as long as the friend paid for themselves, we were there all day. All day. I loved it. It was great, man. What would you feel about a, like at Universal Studios, they kind of have like the virtual The 3D coaster rides. They're or good. 4D rides. They're you're, good. You're there, and you have the feeling, and you yeah, have yeah. the visual, They're the good. sensation. They're not 360. Yeah, I The Hulk... Or you know, if I had to choose between mm-hmm. that versus the the thrill, the thrill Thrillsville, I'm I'm choosing Thrillsville because I don't. It's like I, it's like oh, I'm Harry Potter on a broom, like right, that's right, great. Right. But like I don't care. I want to like be outside. And I no want to feel of dying. Yeah, if it like I want to feel. Yeah, yeah, I want to feel yeah, the, no danger, the G's. I want to feel. But you feel like you're on that fuck. Yeah. Uh, you're on that stick <laughs> way up in the. You're flashing in back. The sky. <laughs> you're flashing back way yeah. up in the sky. Yeah. And like oh, it was. It's neat. But I never wanted, like, when we went to Universal in 2013, I think that was, with Tony. Uh, 12, yeah. 13, 12, yeah. Um, we, I was like, I don't care to come back onto this ride again. But we went on the Hulk or on Mr. Doom or whatever ride that was at Universal. That was an actual roller coaster. Yeah. I wanted to go on that again and again and again because it was just dangerous. It's awesome. Yeah. The Disney ones really suck. Yeah, those suck. <laughs> It's Disney's a small world, the teacups. Wait, the Adam, you would enjoy Dumbos. maybe Disney rides. I don't know. I've been to Disney. <laughs> Did you enjoy those? Yeah. You got, the one, you got the one where you're inside. Oh, what is that? And word? it's air conditioned. Splash yeah. Mountain? No, uh, it's not Splash Epcot. Mountain. It's, it's, like, it's like the space one. Epcot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, boring. It's like inside. Yeah. That's education. I think crap. the best one was. They get education when they go back to school in August. I think the best one was like. Matterhorn? Uh, is that one? Nah, the best one was uh, the Crash Dummy one. Remember the Crash Dummy one at Epcot? It was kind of a it was kind of a roller coaster, but it was like about safety and how crash dummy. Oh man, it sucked. But it was like oh, that was the best kind, one. <laughs> I was like I was like oh, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like I guess kind of. I uh, did the the rock and roll roller coaster. Yeah, that one was good. The Aerosmith that was okay. one. Okay, that was alright. Yeah, oh, was that but, the one where you go like way up? It was inside. It was all inside. of it was inside. It was inside of and music it was blasting. And it was like a roller coaster. It was, but it was like metal all blasting. It was really cool. That one was cool. That one was okay. cool. In compare. Like in comparison to all the other bullshit they had on the park, I think it was Universal that has the one that I'm thinking about that you could like select your own music that comes through the like the headset and like rock music is blaring I behind think that your was, head. I think that was. And you the, had like one or a section no, where you go, like, you shoot one straight up and you come back straight down, and I don't know. No, Aeros- the Aerosmith rock and roll roller coaster was Aerosmith. They were blasting yeah. Aerosmith. It was great. It was different. I Anyways, yeah, 1936. Adam. More history? Sports history, oh, buddy. Sports. Uh oh. Sports 36. history. It's not this this series you guys are watching on Michael Jordan. Oh my the God, Berlin so Olympics. Good. Is that where we're at? You are in Jesus, the Berlin man. Olympics. <laughs> you are on it, dude. <laughs> All right. He's he's an Jesse animal. Owens. Golly. Jesse Owens let wins let, four let right me. in front of Hitler. Well, on this day they opened. Oh, oh. Okay. You know Jesse Owens hadn't slapped everybody around yet. <laughs> That came later, to their dismay. Wow, okay. (laughs) More than 5,000 athletes, Adam. Uh Uh-huh. 
from 51 countries. Right. March into the Olympic Stadium, packed, jam-packed, okay, of 100,000 onlookers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The piece of crap of humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he was human. The shit stain on, on human yes, race. Yes, dictator himself. He entered, and and they sang the uh, the uh, the national anthem, German anthem, national anthem, Deutschland, Uber. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? Du- Deutschland, <laughs> Uber Als. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it's, I'm reading it right here. That's what it says. Yeah, some rage against wow. the Mar- as the Bulls were marching. Yeah, but this now, guy did they, did they prepare for this Olympics by building state of the art facilities? I or think anything? so. Yeah, yeah. They want they had they, won, won, they wanted to have like a show. Like actually, they, actually, they had won the bid for the Olympics before uh, the Nazis came into power. So they had they already were going to celebrate them there. But and they and there was uh, there was some some. There were some, uh, there were some issues, you know, like Great Britain, America, Czechoslovakia. They were going to boycott it, but they ended up not boycotting it. And then what they, uh, what they ended up doing was, you know, uh, taking some of their their anti-Semitism propaganda down during this time. They kind of laid off. Oh, of, so they yeah, made some concessions. Yeah, they kind of laid off of the Israelis for the, for that for that little bit of time. And uh, you know, I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of weird because it's 1936, and and this is I thought was super super interesting to me was that that Austria and France gave uh, Hitler the, the the Nazi salute, the Heil, you know that the thing, Heil Hitler. Yeah, oh, that like thing. when the athletes came in, they yeah they yeah, gave yeah, the, they the, gave, the yeah, salute. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't know that they didn't know that four years later they were gonna get stomped. No, obviously <laughs> not. There you go. So take that, was, that, take that, was a that sign salute. Of respect, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. That's what they were. They thinking. were trying to kiss Hitler's ass. I guess I don't freaking know. Hmm. Anyway, long story short, that's what happened in 1936, and then, uh, you know, it was one of those. Uh, it was one of those weird time in history. You know, like you said, the best part is the best part. This is, and again, when I when I read this story today, it was the best part is that in the end, <laughs> 18 African Americans, including Jesse Owens, competed in the United States. Out of the 18. 14 were gold medalists. Oh, that's <laughs> the total number? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> Out of the 56 U.S. medals, by the way. So it was like, haha, who's the superior race? You oh said what? Yeah. Jesse Owens had four. Right. Nice. Four gold gold medals, yeah. Take that, child. That's another one of those times in history. Like, if you were to go back and to view this... I mean, you don't. How know. could you I mean, imagine? You just don't. You right. just don't. You just don't know what's going to happen. You just there's no way. You don't have a crystal ball, but no. you know. But that's what you get for trying to appease these assholes. You see what I'm saying? Just shut them off completely. Do the sanctions in time. Get them to stop doing what they're. These guys were building. A, they were guys were building a war machine right under nose under the nose of these Olympiads. So do you think that they should have boycotted the of Olympics? Of course they should have. They should have got it. They they should have boycotted and started you know started fighting these guys early. But again, you just don't know. You have no idea. Yeah, you know? the, and they didn't have like today the internet where things leak and information spreads so no, they quickly. Had, they, had, they had they controlled know, propaganda in their country as well as globally. I mean, whatever came out of Germany was through them and by them only. It was you know, but they still had the spy networks and all that going on. You know. Sure, it is what it is. So, but yeah, but is I just thought it was it was I, I always I always find it so hilarious that you know people that carry themselves as superior, you could come in there and people who they think they're less than them 
just blast them. <laughs> blast them to hell. Take that, suckers! <laughs> that didn't make the paper the next day, I'll tell you that yeah, much. We'll see you in four years. Woo, <laughs> 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 and here we are, Adam, to the best part. Oh, what part is that? Oh, the today is. Is it music? It History? Music! <laughs> 1981, baby. Okay. Def Leppard. <laughs> okay, Def. <Leopard>. <laughs> what <laughs> were the chances? Jay, you're on it today, man. That's that, what was I your, that was your Joe Elliott That was my Joe Elliott, yeah. Made his, made his U.S. live debut. I mean, excuse me, their live debut uh, in America. Okay. Uh, opening for ACDC in New York City. Wow. Today in 1980, dude. 1980 or 81? 1980. Excuse oh, me. I said okay. 81 is 1980. Wow. They came to America, dude. They actually had a song from it. <laughs> I guess when they wrote Into the Night, they uh, they they said, well, let's just go ahead and make a song to Hello America. So they'd never been to America before that? I don't know if they made it as individuals, but as a group, this is when they did wow. their live okay. debut on a stage. Okay. I don't know how buffed when did they begin as a Phil band? Collin was at the time. I just don't know, but... I didn't see any pictures. <laughs> I bet he was wiry. He didn't have any muscle structure at that time. Uh, yeah, but this is a, yeah. They were opening for ACDC. And they were going to arena venues. It's ACDC, I would they say, were, yes. They are going to be hearing some Back in Black mm -hmm. that was recently had come out. Yep, 1980. That's big deal. So, yep, 1980. You could say... We were we, supposed we, to be seeing... Def Leppard later on this uh, year, you, weren't we? Well, yeah, I knew, you know, when I was when I was putting this together, when right, when I was putting this outline together, dude, it was like I thought I said, I bet you Adam's gonna mention that we were supposed to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Def Leppard, Def Leppard, ZZ Top together here in, in town. In two months, yeah. Oh. I I would personally think that's over with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have so. I have uh, uh, my uh, what did my uh, <laughs> I don't want to quote the 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 uh, the uh, the uh, Lords of the Ring, like we did that last time. Oh, okay. That hope that what I was talking about. <laughs> a fool's hope. No, I remember a that. fool's hope, yeah. Yeah. No, that's gone. No. It's, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, it's not going to happen, but yeah. But, you know, at least in 1980, there was no pandemic going on, and, you know, people got to enjoy in New York City. They got to see the start of what would become, uh, I would say, a relatively excellent rock and roll group. Yes. One that is worthy of mention, one that has a, a great history, great backup uh, catalog. Yes. Uh, uh, a good, uh, solid uh, performer uh, and consistent uh, at least, showing all at, the time. At least two huge classic albums, right? Yeah, Hysteria. Pyromania. Yeah, Pyromania, Hysteria. Hysteria. Yep, yep, yep. You know, just blockbusters, you know. Yeah. Just one hit after the Come other. Come back from things. many tragedies. That's right. Developed uh, technologies to keep their drummer with one arm. That's right. To continue. Yep. Had bouts with, you know, obviously alcoholism, death. Death. Cancer. Yep. Resilient group. That's, you know, again, that's a, it's a little... I, I think... And now they have a shortage of body butter because Phil <laughs> Collins puts it all <laughs> yeah. over his skin. Lard. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Adam still got a stain on his shirt from what? that. Hey. <laughs> you were closer than me. Yeah. <laughs> At least it was on my shirt. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but super resilient. Yep, absolutely. And a year later, okay. This would be 1981. A year later, 1981. I had to mention this. I know we usually don't, don't keep it that close together, but 
Right. MTV goes on the air. Oh. Just the be- beginning of MTV? Bringing music videos to the masses. Oh, there's that song. There's the song. Video killed the radio star, baby. The Buggles. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna, <laughs> I was racking my brain until I remember who that was. The Buggles. Yep. The first thing ever. And probably played all the time on MTV in the beginning, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always like the sound of uh, the way they mix, mix the, the main vocal in the beginning. It sounded like a drain, drowned out yeah. radio, kind of old radio yeah. kind of thing. Like a transistor radio. Yeah, I, li- I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, always, I always enjoyed that sound. They will be forever known as the, the first group to ever play on. Uh, will they be known for anything else? Probably not. Okay. In pop culture, no. Right. For but sure it's not. still a big, it's a huge moment in pop culture. Yeah, it was a big deal for in American a few culture. good I years mean, in, while they played videos. And, you know, and they brought it to the masses. Uh, they brought it to the masses, at least to the ones that had cable. You know, and that was just junk. Yeah. So, you know, I was I was watching. Uh, which podcast was I watching? I think I was watching the. Uh, I think I was watching the Punk NBA again, <laughs> and he was talking about the heyday. Of, I I watch podcasts. What can I tell you? You watch them. I watch them on, watch yeah, the, on the YouTube. Oh. Yeah, on the YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I listen to them. Just the depends. YouTube. The YouTube. I'm like, yeah, I'm like Victor. <laughs> <laughs> But he was talking about, you know, the demise of how it happened and mm-hmm. what were the, the, the eras of uh, the highs and lows of MTV. So. There's probably thought at the beginning to be like a failed idea. It's like, this is never going to work. Right? I think that was the approach of it. They were like, are you guys nuts? You know, but the, already the video had been uh, had been pioneered. I believe the Beatles were the first ones to make a music video. If I remember yeah. correctly. I know. They but you know, I mean, movies, I used, I used so. to I I used to watch this show. It was called Rockerissimo mm-hmm. in PR, and it was always great to see you know your your favorite uh, rock stars, you know, actually in you know because you usually just see them either on the album cover and their stills, or you see them on the album. Mm-hmm. But to see them on a video and so, and I like the live performance ones versus the the ones that had you don't like the theatrical. No, no, I don't. I didn't oh. care much for that. You know, like Unless the, the writing in like a flying carpet into yeah, like an under, no. underage girl's bedroom or anything. No, no, I didn't say that. I didn't oh say, don't, let's not go with the underage girls now. <laughs> let's be careful. They're 18 and above. Or tw- for, my, for, my, for my mental sake, it have to be 21 and above, okay? Uh-huh. Now, I will make the exceptions for videos like Aerosmith's Amazing. Okay. That was an awesome video. Right. Uh, girls, 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 Motley Crue. Okay. <laughs> Those were the videos that would, that would, I would make the exception of that I didn't care about concepts. But you know, I, I like the uh, uh, Jeremy from uh, Pearl Jam was a good video. I think the concept for that was a pretty good one. Okay. Uh, uh, Temple of the Dog, uh, the uh, Hunger Strike, the Hunger Strike. Yeah. Very awesome. Makes you you know feel part of that. Okay. Uh, up to recently, I would say, out of the the modern era groups. All right. The ones that I still enjoy the most are anything that the Foo Fighters do. Oh yeah, they make it kind of comedic. They kind of make fun of it, like the it's tongue in cheek. The one where they had the old folks home, and yeah, it's all they were all dressed in old makeup. Yeah, yeah, and or in the plane that the that tenacious D was on that, or the candy, you know. Oh the, yeah, the Mentos. The Mentos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think out of the modern era, but yeah, but in 1981, that's when really the it, it and that's where uh, the 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 shift started happening from just okay. Instead of uh, going on 
and faking that were playing on American Bandstand to promote the 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 song or the single or made or or faking playing it on uh, what is this uh, Soul Train or whatever whatever venue that you would choose or whatever avenue you would choose to promote it, yes. you would actually make a video and your song would get some attention. Uh, case in point, Sledgehammer. Sure. Uh, Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, yeah. Yeah, that was a, had a nice look, had a different thing. It was, it was uh, The some, Cars. Yeah. I, and you're like, whoa. And I personally enjoy The Cars. I, I'm a Cars fan. Okay. You know. But and it wasn't the video because I had you know obviously heard of the cards before that. But okay, that's kind of weird, you know. Rico Kasich has turned into a, a, to a, a bug, a bug, yeah. <laughs> you know. And it had those that kind of that strange still photography kind of you know cinematography kind of deal. There's my, my I just got tongue tongue tied there. But now, if you want to see a video, you got to go on YouTube. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. not, yeah. not going to yeah, see the it on internet. The TV. Killed the TV star. Exactly. Who made that song? Man, somebody needs to make a song like that. That's and you heard it first here on the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast apps, and Alexa devices. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah, I told you I would get better for Jeremy. Yeah, when he when you. he walked through the door, you knew you, knew you needed to shape. I up. deserved. I I d- Jeremy deserved me getting better. Yes, especially. Especially since busting my balls for the past 10 months. Adam, we've been doing this for 10 months, dude. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Is that an anniversary of some sort? No, no, no. It's just a month a month anniversary. Oh, 10 months. That's anyway. two more months. Yeah, it was August the You know what happens in two more months? That's a year. I know. Mathematician <laughs> <laughs> over here. Your Lord. Well, all of a sudden, our math has gotten better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 1987, we're going to jump six more years. We're still in music, aren't we? We're still in music, dude. Okay. We never leave music until I tell you we're going to leave music. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. What is it? Guns N' Roses, baby. Whoa. They shot their video oh. for this song right here. Really? Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> you see that? This was you, huge. Did you see that? Video, MTV. Guns N' Roses film. You see how I'm transitioning yeah, here? Yeah, everything's you, do you, connected. Do you like that? Do you like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Respect my work. <laughs> Respect my research. You have like a human centipede version of Ew. things. Just kind that of human connect, centipede. That was a that was a gross movie. <laughs> <laughs> they should make an amusement park right about that. Hell that, no! What kind of ride is that? <laughs> 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 That's an insane ride. <laughs> I want to be in the front. Yeah, I want to please, be in the front. Please. <laughs> well, today they went 1987, dude, at the uh, Park Plaza Hotel mm-hmm. in La Brea. Okay. Uh, Hollywood. Uh, they shot their first video for, uh, well, and uh, it was Welcome to the Jungle. Now, had they already recorded all of Appetite? Everything was buttoned up? Was this right after the Dirty Harry movie, or is it before the uh, Dirty Harry movie? Why do you always ask these questions? I don't know. Axel always. I know in that video, Axel had his hair all teased up. That was his welcome, welcome to the jungle look. He had the '80s looking hair. That's the only one that actually he's all he's all teased up. He has that Hollywood deal going. You know, he has the uh, the glam, almost glam thing. Yeah. And he said, "Fuck this! I ain't gonna do this shit no more." 
And he went, do you know why? Eventually, he ended up he getting... He cornrows. He mm-hmm. did cornrows, yeah, so... He did. That's right. <laughs> 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 anyway, I just figured that I'd throw that in there. 2014. Okay. Adam. We're, now getting, I, we're getting more recent. Now, now I really jumped. Mm-hmm. I really jumped. Yeah, you did. What happened? The movie's Guardians from the Galaxy opened in America. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's what I just... That's what I said? <laughs> that's what I corrected you to say. 2014. It's already been six years. It seems like it, it opened yesterday. Yeah, it does. This is a fantastic movie. It was. It, I'm and, telling you, this is... Of all... Everyone... Of these superhero movies, mm-hmm. this is my favorite movie. I heard you say that before. That's, oh, is that's, that right? That's, uh, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know I made that proclamation. That's why. That's why <laughs> you said it subtle, not as not as not uh, as forceful, not, no, not as emphatic as you've done right now. Was it your favorite because you had like zero expectation going into it? I had zero expectation, yeah. and the soundtrack was fantastic. Totally. Out of you're looking at space guys flying around, listening to all these old classic rock songs. It was great. Yeah, the opening scene, or not the opening scene, I should say, but the the opening scene of the when he's in space. When you see Chris Pratt for the first time, he's got like when the, he's in space, the, the, and he's the red eye, and he hold, he catches that lizard in midair, sings and he's into singing it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yes. what's the fact with that, Dad? Well, it was uh, it was obviously. Uh, there is nothing by chance. Okay. This is the way they tied it in was obviously you had to go into the origins and they were rewritten. I mean, if I go into the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, does uh, the comics have anything to do with no, music? No, no, at absolutely all? not. No, no, the comics are not. They have nothing to do with no, that. No, that was just Hollywood. Baby. The, the Guardians, listen, listen. Genius. And, and this is, again, I'm going to go into uh, a, min- a minute nerd mode on this. Okay. The geniuses at Marvel slash Disney. Have made, uh, I guess it was billions they, of dollars. They, they well, yeah, of course, but they took a big chance in taking these secondary and this tertiary. Tur- it's really tertiary, tertiary characters. Character. Yeah. I hate those words, tertiary. Yeah. And they've just ballooned them up to a point where they have taken the. These guys are side rolled, uh, sidekicks slash uh, maybe backup players in bigger. In in bigger, they're probably uh, fed. And you know what? With kind of B list, in in bigger, uh, what do you call it? In bigger, in a, uh, in a, in a broader scope, and bigger, yeah, yeah. They inserted them into the the main, the main, the main uh, line, the main, you know, plot of mm-hmm. it all. And kind of with B B star movie movie stars, outside of Gamora, who was played by. Uh, <sighs> yeah, Dad, Zoe who was it? Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Who played in? Um, she was Avatar, right? She was in the Avatar movie and yep. um, so, some okay. other ones. She was kind of an A list, but Chris Pratt was, you know, TV guy, the, the Parks, guy and from the Parks and Rec. Right. Um, Bautista, the Dave Bautista, he was a wrestler, wrestler. so kind of sure. B list right there. And uh, I mean, you did have Bradley Cooper, voice of Bradley Cooper, Vin, voice Diesel. Of Vin Diesel. But they said of. the hell with yeah. this. We're not going to show up on it. We'll give you the voice, now. right? We'll but at that it. point, they already know that Marvel's a powerhouse. But it wasn't. It wasn't Bradley Cooper who was Chris Pratt's character. He was simply a voice. You right, know what I mean? Right, so it was right. like, oh yeah, kind of. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay, uh, let's just give it a shot. See how it goes. And it was a massive hit. Was Marvel just fed by just success after success to think that they had like a golden touch and they say, oh, let's just take that little Guardians of the Galaxy thing and make something out of that and I'm sure we'll make that into a huge hit. 
Well, you know, remember at that also, point, the expectations for the Marvel movies, I think, were just you go into a Marvel movie, it's going to be good. I mean, for the, yeah. with general public, so you know, you go into Guardians of the Galaxy. I've heard Spider Man, I've heard of Hulk, I've heard of you know Iron Man. I've you know I know of Captain America. Yeah. Guardian, what is this? I've Guardians never heard of the of Galaxy? What is this? I don't know what the hell that is, but so we'll just go with it. We'll go to the movies, and it turned out really great. The soundtrack was like one of the best. It oh, was like a yeah. best-selling sound, the best-selling album that year, I believe. Was it? And yeah, I believe so. Uh, the vinyl itself was was, was a big hit on in Christmas, I believe. But I mean, the 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 movie introduced all that banter that's in all the Marvel movies now. Does mm-hmm. it? That was I I think personally that's. Guardians of the Galaxy is what started all that little bullshit banter that you see in all the freaking Marvel movies now. Because if you go before that, it's like the banter is there, but it's very, 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 very little in comparison to Guardians of the Galaxy where these hero mo- moments arrive and they kind of break that wall of, of and calling it out like, oh, you know, my 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 orb thing didn't work. They or, can you know, break it with like yeah, humorous yeah, yeah, content yeah, 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 comedic yeah. relief, sure, sort of. And then and after that, it was like, oh, people love that. That's one of the main components they love about the movie. So they inserted that into all the rest of the oh, Marvel yeah. ones. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the formula, and they know that the formula works. But here's the deal: says all these characters you are you already knew about some way somehow. Obviously, about Spider Man had had his own series had a multiple had, series had multiple series exactly <laughs> I was going to go there thank you Jay. Yeah. then you had Captain America he had had a an actual live action show Hulk mm-hmm. had had a, a successful live action show which was Luferigno Lou you know sure. I mean today they have a CGI we used to have Luferigno you know he has yeah, actually right. had real muscles you know right. what I'm saying so you have you the, the crowd knew about the, the 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 general public knew about to an extent at least my age group right but, you know, Iron Man, nobody had heard about Iron Man since the 60s. He was on also in his own show. This was the theme song for it. You could definitely tell it's from the 60s. Yeah, yeah you, could, you know, it got the big band thing going. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. Lawrence Welk playing, uh, you know, Iron Man. But, you know, it's, it's and, and, and they had great stories. I loved it. I, I thought Iron Man was a very cool character. I remember reading... It was weird because, you know, it's, it's, it, it, and it's shocking. Uh, he was out an alcoholic at some point in the 70s, 80s. And it's funny because, you know, my dad drank a lot. So it's like reading that, I kind of like, oh, this is messed up. Okay. But, you know, you get involved in that because like, you're going like, wow, you just connected somehow with a damn, you know, fictional character. And it brings you in. Relate, but, yeah. but then all of a sudden you have, you know, and I used to remember meeting Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was a dude. I used to draw him. Mm-hmm. You know, great story, the Krees and, you know, the, the scrolls, all this stuff. You know, so you're, I mean, I mean, again, I'm going a little bit too deep and okay. maybe losing not only you, but the audience. But then but my point is. The Krees, like the the the, the blue guy in that yeah, movie, right? right. All right. So yeah, I know something. So, see, but, you know, but reading about these guys, uh, you also know how all the, how all the. Uh, Multiverses. How, how, how all the universes connect. Reading all this stuff, you have to yeah, actually. You have to know all this. So when you're seeing this stuff on screen, you're going like, wow. They they did a fairly good job with the Guardians. You well, know, you, and you don't have to know it. And you didn't have to you know don't it have at to all. Know anything, and right? I think that was the fun. That's where I was going. That was the best part. Because everybody knew Captain America to an extent. Yeah. yeah, Hulk you knew to an extent. Spider-Man you knew. But you didn't know shit about the you Guardians. You didn't have any expectations. Yeah. So it could have went anywhere it was, that it wanted. Right. And I think it was after this movie, Dad 
before before the end credit. Mm-hmm. Dad said he leaned over to me because I watched it with him and mom. Of course, leaned over with me. It's my son. He said, "You're gonna see Thanos. They're they're going they're going Infinity Gauntlet on this." He didn't even know, you know. Just like I knew it was gonna, and I had read it because I stay away from spoilers. I think I've yeah, already yeah, told, yeah. I've already told you that. Mm-hmm. I and, had gut feeling, and, and when it happened, like, <sighs> yeah, when it happened, he he's he's like shoving me with his elbow, like Jay Jay Jay. I told you, I told you, I told you. And he's like, "Oh shit!" So I and then I ended up reading the Infinity the Infinity War. I was like, I had a graphic novel. I picked it up at Barnes and Noble. Okay, so, but it was good. It was now, good. Are you, happy, I are you happy that you read that? In yeah, sure. I, it was more. It was more so. It was out? more so to kind of familiar, almost compare it in my head, um, because it was Infinity War was literally all of the characters in Marvel Universe, not just the Avengers. And Secret Wars stuff. are coming out, by the way. What? Yeah, Secret that's the next Wars. one. That's another with Adam, with Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's gonna be awesome. That'll be good too. I, you I don't know, understand. Anyway, what you're let's saying, let's let's, okay. yeah. let's move on. Let's move on because we we're gonna touch on to something. Two thousand fifteen, a very uh, sad day, kind of for rock and roll. Okay, kind of sad. It was kind of sad day. It was Rush. Mm. Yes. Stepped out of the limelight today. Oh, is this the final the concert final ever? show oh. they ever played live? Was this the, the end of their fortieth? Anniversary our, tour, forty live, yes. Wow. And, yes. Drum set was and they ended it up. They ended up in the forum in Los Angeles. So. Yeah, yep. That is a sad day. It was not announced as a farewell, though. You know that, of course. But it just so happens because, to be. because I because of months ago <laughs> I still had hope. <laughs> Maybe they could come together. <laughs> about you had uh, well, let's, let's calculate some. This was some calculation. No, we need to calculate about months. nine months ago. No, not even that. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, and and this is one of I, I guess, you know, this is where the rock gods were were shining down on Neil Peart. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of this show, yes, Neil uncharacteristically comes to the front of the stage and took a bow. I think with Giddy and with I uh, think that's been on like YouTube where they kind of like, that's a it's a clip on YouTube, but that pops up in my feed quite often. But yeah. I, He's not one for the quote limelight. No, yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I chose limelight. Yeah, is that hotter one? I can see you working there, Tommy. <laughs> I've gotten really good at this damn thing, you know. Yeah, that is a sad day. It's yeah. kind of a sad day, you know. Yeah. But you know, it happened today. At least it was a triumphant. It happened end. today in 2015. I made up for last week because we had to do like a. Uh, the today is and rock history kind of of the week because you know, last last Saturday was the no. day that shit would happen and it was just crappy yeah, all around. Fine. So we had to go back during the week. So I, you know today a lot of this happened on the first of August. Okay. Yeah. Yes, album. I mean, uh, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? We've come to a very good part. Oh. The one that I've also become begun to enjoy. Okay. Uh, after the what the frijoles after the good times bad times, it's significant album. Oh, this is your number three. Up to now, yeah. Favorite it might change next week. Segment. Yeah, yeah, okay. Might, might change next week. Do you hear I it already? Hear, I hear Boston <laughs> coming through the headphones. <laughs> Boston released today. Yes. Don't Look Back in 1978. Their second album. Their second album. The now, arena- that first album was a tour de force. That's right. Classic of mm-hmm. classics. Yep, 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 yep. And then they came out... What two years later with this 
Three years, actually. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the poster child of Arena Rock. Okay. You know, this is uh, this is heavy duty, super well produced, oh, s- genius Tom Schultz. Yes. You know, this is it was, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the man I'll never be. Yes, Jeremy. That's that's actually track number four off of that one. Uh, Don't look back. Mm-hmm. Of course. It, my, my favorite part. Yes. At the end, like these, like at, at minute number five, is the tambourine guitar part. Okay. That it builds up and then it explodes into that solo to let it out. Okay. It goes chicky 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 chicky. Sounds like I was gonna play it, but you got it. I love that part of it. I think it's one of the greatest guitar solos to me, at least that I enjoy. I'm not saying that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that's what what Rolling Stone picked. I'm not gonna say that's what Cream Magazine picked. I'm gonna say that Tom Martinez loves that. That explosion. Now you of know sound. that on the my way home today, you're gonna listen I'm going to don't to look listen back. To don't look back. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to minute five, and I'm gonna listen for the tambourine. Make sure it's well, lines it's, with the way well, you just well, <laughs> exactly. The sun's out. You won't be hitting a raccoon this time. No, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the journey, which was the instrumental that leads right into it's easy. Okay. You know, taking it day by day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, it's horrible. It's a, we saw these guys a couple yes, years we ago. Did. Yeah. Well, we saw Tom Schultz and his band. And with <laughs> a replacement singer. Which was awesome. That, which as yes. for replacements had, were fantastic. Yeah, he did everything he was they, expected yeah, to do. He yeah, didn't yeah. he didn't try to take the nope. center stage. He, nope, did, he, nope, he, did he had not. respect for everybody else up That's on stage. That's right. Yep, yep, said, yep, yep. I'm here to help out. The man I'll ever be, just like Jeremy just played us, is the <laughs> power ballad template. Okay. And by that I say, it's slow in tempo. Yes. It rises. It slows back down. Picks up again. Uh-huh. Has the guitar. Yes. And then rocks it through it all. I don't okay. think there's any acoustics on that one, is there? I don't know. I think there's a synthesizer on that one. But anyway, yeah. All right. The man on never be. But it's a power ballad template. It really is. That formula was copied in the mid-'80s. By all these bands. Is this your go-to Boston album? Uh, I would say, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Feeling Satisfied. The okay. Has the clap in the guitar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And it goes, it's up to you. Till you feel all right. I love this. I'm not going to stop. I'm going right. to make everybody turn off whatever device they're listening to. <laughs> Yeah, that is a great song. You're right. I just like when it's, it's up to you. You're like, oh, yeah, it's up to me, damn it. <laughs> I'm, I got to feel satisfied. <laughs> I don't care how you're feeling, but it's up to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Party. Okay. It was actually written by Brad uh, Delp. That's the only song that was written off of this album by him. Okay. Die Tragically Suicide. Oh. Yeah, listen to that, dude. <laughs> they didn't have many swings and misses, did they? No, nah, dude. This Their guy stuff is it, you really know, good. Tom Schultz is an absolute genius. He is an absolute. You know what? He could be whatever he wants. I heard. I heard. Uh, I think it was last year. I was. Uh, I was uh, on a work trip. I was TDY up in St. Louis, and uh, and I was listening to uh, KC ninety five, my favorite radio station. Uh, in all of America, mm-hmm. and I've lived in a few places, but KC95 is the greatest, to me, the greatest rock station in the country. 
Okay. And uh, there's a there's a DJ. It's called the Mighty Favaz, and he was talking about you know Tom Schultz and you know what he demanded to go on stage and you know if there's anything that has to do with like like anti peta stuff, he doesn't want to you know deal with him because he's very pro. Uh, this or the other. I guess he's a crusader of some sort. Okay. And he demands all these things when he comes to town as part of his, uh, whatever you call that. His writer? His writer, yeah. So he was saying, he, basically what Favaz was saying, and and, and what and, and, and I may be misquoting him on this one. I understand that this guy's a total asshole. But, you know, again, who cares? He, I, I love his music. So I'm, I, it's not like I'm his buddy. You know what I'm saying? Just play your songs for me, dude. I'm good. Think about you all know? the concerts that we've seen. That Boston concert sounded it was easy top five of yeah. all the sound i would say yeah so his his obsessive control of sound and audio quality really you know, shown through rush obviously yes you know better uh uh steel panther no <laughs> <laughs> you say the foos oh no no <laughs> no I wouldn't no, say so. No, I mean, I would not say that. They sounded good, but no, I mean, no, no. not not on that same level where everything mm. is just crisp and clear, and you're just, it, if it knocks you back in your seat, it's like whoa. And I think I think Tom Schultz is self-taught. I believe also. Wow. I'm not okay. sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know he's an engineer. He's a sound engineer. Oh, there you go. Right go there. figure. That's why. He's oh, a, he's wow. a, he's a, you know, he's a, he's, you know. No you wonder know. he's so obsessive. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy. So, yeah. This is my job. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to screw this up. Significant album, 1978. I'll be listening to it today. Man, I'm just, I've been hitting a lot of home runs with these. As will the album. listeners of this the Tommy is, and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Oh, yes. That's right. Uh, they, they just listen to clips. Played by our producer. What's their appetite? That's right. That's right. <laughs> they're going to delve in later on. All right, Adam. Born oh, on this birthdays. day. Jay, we, have you missed the we, birthdays? We, we've already yeah, we we've already mentioned especially the, the last ones. Yeah. We, we we this is this we've already mentioned this this gentleman today. Yes, we have. Yes. Hysteria. The 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 it's it's. The singer of Def Leppard, Joe, <laughs> Joe Elliott. Elliott. <laughs> that sound messy up. Yeah. No, no like, what the hell is that? It started at six seconds. So, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Joe Elliott today. All right. 61 years old. Okay. Then, uh, I hope he's doing well. And we're not going we're not gonna to... Didn't, we didn't we have a report on this podcast about we're, his... Yeah, we're not... We're, not, <laughs> we're just going to wish him happy birthday and move on. Okay. <laughs> I think we're a little bit of... Jeremy's doing his time thing over there again. Okay. Here's another number two, birthday number two. Okay. Let me see. Go ahead, Jay. Hit it. Mm, listen, listen to that. Listen to that, Adam. Mm, mm, mm. That dude right there, Mr. Chuck D, <laughs> bringing the noise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying. Public enemy. You were trying to go on flavor, flavor, flame. Just messed. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't flavor. <laughs> it wasn't the flave. Chuck D's celebrating the big 5-0 today. Oh, Powerhouse uh, rapper. Sure. Uh, activist, you name it. Is he? Oh, yeah. This guy is, this guy is genuine. You know? And when they could sing with anthrax backing them up, that's the that's real a deal. Special. That's special. You know, to me, again, that's my personal preference is if they're, you know, again, if they have the band there, you know, and, and again, to have anthrax backing you up, that's pretty powerful. I mean, they're part of the big four, dude. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I know. That's a lot of street cred. <laughs> Plus metal cred. So, yeah, true that. So, happy birthday, Chuck. That's right. Now, this is the most important of all. This is birthday birthdays. number three, Adam. Yes. Oh, oh, does, does, is, Boston is still playing German. That's, that's what <laughs> oh, it is. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, damn it. I thought we were going to get it perfect. Oh, 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 oh man, you just knocked my me bad. off. My you bad. knocked me off my pedestal. A little <laughs> rusty, a little rusty. Oh, right. shit. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't sound right. The control board's Oops. all over the place. Okay, let's, let's, let's just rewind it real quick. Real okay, quick. Okay. Let's just, I know this is live to tape, but we're going to do this. We have a theme song, okay? Everybody try to forget that they just heard this gigantic mess for the past 35 seconds. We have a theme song. The after, album of uh, this week, though, was Boston, and it's going to run <laughs> periodically throughout this episode. <laughs> so good, you can go good back save. and good, good, good save, Adam. <laughs> we're going to have a theme song, I believe, from now on for birthday number three. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jeremy. Hit it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and today, That's a fine choice. And today we celebrate the 27th birthday of Miss Ayla Rose. Ayla? Ayla a- Rose? Yeah, it's, uh, it's spelled. It is spelled. Let me see. It is spelled A-Y-L-A. And Rose is regular Rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, <A? laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you uh, look her up uh, on her uh, her credentials there, uh, as I try to A-Y-L-A. go through her resume. Gotcha. She's twenty seven. Remember that. Huh. Just want to make you make you sure that you know how a twenty seven year old looks like now. She's wearing a mask. Oh in this my image. god! No kidding. Anyways, what kind of mask? <laughs> Anyways. International model. Oh, you're flipping your phone all over. Well, it was a sticker in a, in a spot. It was kind of blocking the image a little bit. All right. Uh, international okay. model who yeah. specializes, obviously, in fashion. Does she? Okay. Yeah, she does. Commercial and fine art nude projects. Nude? Okay, yeah. Well, she's got a lot of tattoos she wants to show. It could be. That's what it is. That's what it fine is. art. That's the art is yeah, on her skin. Yeah, that's right. So you yeah. have to see the skin to see the art. Yeah. She has been featured in editorials of such uh, famous magazines as Vogue Italia, hmm. Creative Portrait Magazine, and Women's Weekly. Uh-huh. Wow, she's even been her. on Women's Weekly. Okay. She is a former, former gymnast. Okay. And dancer, what were the chances? Uh, right? Pretty good, actually. Who actually enjoyed being in front of the camera? What were, again, what were the chances? <laughs> you know? But, you know, again, she's working on on her uh, Instagram followers. She only has 80,000 yeah. followers. That's all. Uh, I don't think I have the right one. The, yeah, you remember, do yeah, I have the right one? Uh, we're going to have to go back and do uh, take a break here, maybe, and, and help you try to find Miss Ayla Rose. Oh, anyway, God, no, I don't have the right one. Anyway, dude. Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you hear that music, Tommy? I do, and you know what time it is, dude. It is <laughs> hashtag. Oh my God! What the frijoles? Go ahead, Tommy. Dude. Go ahead, man. You weren't very happy with whatever I did last week I, I, with I, the I, ice cream. Yeah, that was pretty gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, it was almost as gross as the uh, as the uh, the worms, the eating of the worms in the cheese. Oh, that goes way back. That was, that's <laughs> an old one. <laughs> I haven't forgiven you for that one either. 
But this week, I don't know how to pronounce this last name. Okay, give it a shot. But we're going to talk about Anna and Lucy Desneek. Desneek? I don't know. Okay. D-E-C-I-N-Q-U-E. Holy Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're De Clinique. De Clinique, but there's no L. Okay. Oh, that's not an L? No, that's an I. Anyway, they they are identical twin sisters from Perth, Australia. Oh, okay. And I have Oh, I think I I think I have I've an image. heard of these. Go ahead, let me see. I have an image I'm going to show to my podcast mates here. Those those oh, two oh, girls there. Are, uh, they are when's identical. Their, when, when's their Literally birthday? Identical. When, when when's their birthday? We need to put them on, on birthday <laughs> on birthday number three. I don't get that information. But they have been <laughs> dubbed, perhaps self-dubbed, I don't know, as the world's most identical twins. They are. Oh really. wow. Let me take a look at they them. They are almost Exactly the same. Wow. Now, in their lives, they've spent nearly $250,000 in plastic surgery between them. Of their own Are money? those real? Including uh, including lip fillers. The lips, yeah, I think Breast so. implants. What? They got those double Ds. Uh, facial tattooing, skin needling, laser treatments, and hair extension. The sisters once had 14 procedures between them oh, in two weeks. Oh, my God. I think I've heard of these. Nips ladies. and tucks to augment their appearance mm-hmm. to increase their similarities. But, I mean, but doesn't that like a cheating on their on their identicalness? Uh, yes, I would say so. I mean, come But on. they want to appear identical. And they're inseparable. Anna and Lucy do everything together. Oh, can I see them again? Yeah, they're right there. So that they eat together always, and they only eat one meal a day each. They work out together, and they work out for five to six hours a day, which just sounds a little excessive to me. They shower together. They go to the toilet together because they're on the same schedule, apparently. Everything is functioning identically in their system, which is what they say. How did Guinness, how did Guinness Book World of They sleep together in the same bed with... Their shared boyfriend, Ben Byrne, who is also in the image that I have shown Tommy and Jay. Mm. <laughs> they supposedly, though, they take turns with him. You, you know they what I'm saying? Together. Well, they're brushing their teeth. They share. They share him, but apparently they take turns. It's not brushing their teeth all together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Now they want, now they want to do one more thing together, and that is to get pregnant. Are they going to try to get pregnant at the same time? This is what they're going to do. All right. I knew that was... What were the chances? I knew that they're was They're not leaving it to chance. Instead of relying on old Ben to deliver the goods, oh. <laughs> they're going to have uh, their eggs f- fertilized using his seed in an embryo created in a lab, have it implanted via in vitro fertilization IVF. simultaneously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to ensure... <laughs> That their pregnancy will begin and end as close together as possible. Oh, wow. So their goal is to live as two people, but really live one life. Well, good for them. I hope it works out. And their life together is our What the Frijoles for this week. I cannot believe that. A lucky guy? I would call him a very lucky guy. That gets his brushes, gets to brush his teeth with him. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah, and and two of them too. Double the nag. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, 
If they nag, I don't if, know. If one of them's in a bad mood, wouldn't you assume the other one is in a bad That's mood That's what as I'm well? saying. <laughs> it's either the luckiest guy or the most oh unluckiest guy. I don't know it's what terrible. to tell you. I mean, honestly, that's a what the frijoles without a doubt. I did not know there was somebody that would subject themselves to something like that. But there's also celebrity involved that in sound, that. Yeah, that sounds like a sickness. You know, yeah. normally we have people trending towards individualism. People do things to Never. set themselves not apart. Not, those, not, that, not, those not, not yeah. these two. These are no. totally different. Wow. A good one. Well, if you get a chance, uh, you guys could go ahead and, and internet search that, and uh, you will not be uh, disappointed. Yeah, we'll put a link somewhere. <laughs> Just look, look for our link. <laughs> we'll put the links down there, down in the comments somewhere. Ooh, okay. my Jesus. Well, do you want to play our thing? Yeah, of course. It's the sound of the week, isn't it? Yeah, it's the sound of the week. It's the sound of the week. <laughs> I was hoping it was the sign of the week. You know, I don't know what I mean. Just, you know, we're going to have to go and do we this. We can't thing. go we're on until we, we hear we, we, we need the trumpets. We get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, the Tommy, Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. podcast. Sound of the week. <laughs> now we know what we're doing. Uh, I didn't know that had an intro, my bad. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you've never heard, was, you've I never thought heard that was all one. Oh, all smashed yeah, all together. Was all no, smashed. Oh. You played the music to the What the Friolis. No. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. That's a long format. Oh, go oh, ahead, man. Tommy, um, you might have heard this. Okay, let me in get your, I'm, in your I'm, past. I'm reading myself. I'm, I'm not reading anything. I'm not touching anything. Um, I'm not, you but know. This is, uh, this is one of our rock heroes. Okay, that sounds good. And they're livering. Before they've actually hit it big, you know, they have to make money, they have to make their way through the world today, and they have to do, sometimes take commercial gigs. Yes. So we're going to play this commercial, and you can tell me who the singer okay, is. Okay, I'm ready. I'm in the booth. The new high-powered compact remover, it's a beautiful mover. The new compact does more than beats. It also cleans, it also sweeps, and brushes right to the edge. Right to the edge Changing a bag as easy as ABC The new high power compact mover It's a beautiful mover That was a That's... jingle for Hoover Vacuums That Who the hell is that? You have no idea who I that is? I have no idea who that is. I tried Do you whole... want to hear it one more time? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good <laughs> last, on that too. Last week, dude. Last, last week you killed me with that explosion. <laughs> <laughs> well, this can I tell you that that happened in 1980? Okay, that sounds about right. A commercial was recorded. Yeah. Uh, this person was paid $700 for that commercial. For that That's re- not bad. Recording of that commercial. That was Brian Johnson of ACDC fame, and legend has it that he recorded that early in the day that he actually auditioned for ACDC later on that very same day. Wow. So he went from commercial singing guy... To that's pretty cool. Lead singer of the big rock band. That's very cool. They, they, you know what's even even cooler, Adam? What's that? That you were able to tie in finally the sound of the week with some kind of heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what we do. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I that would actually I, that's super. I couldn't make out his voice at all. Good, you never heard so, that one yeah, before. Yeah, no, I had never heard that again. So yeah, and that was, ladies and gentlemen, this week's.
It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. We're bringing him back. We're bringing Jay back. We're so that Jay must back. be your fourth favorite segment. Uh, so I'm beginning. The for whole uh, Good times, bad times. You know what I like about that for that segment? Yeah. I don't have to do shit with it. <laughs> I just got to try to figure it out. <laughs> oh my joy! Oh, it's just. Adam, we are yeah. to the main, to the core. This is what it's all the, about. This is where we promised. We promised information. We, we promised, promised information. We're gonna get. We're gonna actually be some kind of a PSA situation. Uh-oh. And and Big uh, Bubba's getting comfortable. Big Bubba is getting Oops. comfortable. You know, I, I I mean, I don't. When you brought it up to me as as a suggestion, I said, oh, mm-hmm. remember that I WhatsApped you back? Yes. I said, oh, you didn't do it on the. Uh, the general knowledge text chain. You, no, you did it kind no, of in no, the no, no. Is, we had to we covert. Had to, we had to team up against them and, and try to, you know, subversely try to plan to get this this segment to go. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't think you know, was, I don't think we're too. So, uh, so Big Bubba playing subversive. along with Big Bubba playing along with this uh, is uh, very cool. So go ahead, Jay, man. Go ahead and do what you're gonna do, man. Well, <laughs> well, Jay, you've been for, gone for, for a while. everyone who's been asking. Because I've been getting quite a bit of emails and, and text and people at work and family members calling. And um, I came down with COVID, COVID-19. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And came down with COVID and yep, 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 yep. Um, I was, um, I didn't test positive. Uh, however, I had all the signs and symptoms and I was in contact with, um, with two people who had uh, confirmed positive cases. Um, so... Um, to make a very long story short, uh, I went to the doctor, um, told them what was going on, told them my symptoms. I told them I had contact. They mouth swabbed me. They didn't poke my brain. They did a mouth swab. Okay. Uh, the mouth swab or the, um, the doctor said the mouth swabs were coming back, uh, upwards of 40% false negatives. Not that good of a test is what they were saying. So you're saying you never had a positive con- ne- confirmation. Right. Never was- positive confirmation, okay. but the, the doctor told me we're reporting you as positive because you have all the symptoms, literally all the symptoms, Okay. and you had contact with two people. Okay. Um, so isolate for 14 days. You can't go to work. You can't leave your room. When did, you, when did you have first symptoms? Um, and what were they? Friday... On the what the tenth maybe the eleventh or tenth something like that and okay. um, started off with just congestion running runny nose and and my my throat was sore and then um, Saturday it progressed into coughing okay. uh, and then Saturday night um, I was getting out of bed out of breath I was asleep dead in the night sleep and and I was getting out of out of breath uh wake waking up my body would wake up and i would have to get up and walk around and you know put my head my hand on top of my head and did you have a fever through this time um saturday night i had a fever sunday morning i had a fever um and by that time i just went um my wife um who luckily works in the healthcare system um here in wichita she told me go go to the go to the clinic tell them what's going on and, and get tested and and yeah, man. So I was off of work for a couple of weeks, including um, including this work or hobby. Um, and yeah, man, I was I was in my room. I was in my room by myself, alone, watching uh, so The Sopranos did, and Lord of the Rings, and I was pretty miserable. So how did you feel? Because you felt like crap starting on Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. You hadn't been checked by any medical professional right. yet. Did you 
distance yourself from the family yeah. at that time? Yeah, yeah. So okay. my um, uh, Sunday morning is when uh, when me and my wife made the decision of I need to be in the room by myself. I have all the symptoms. I have a fever. Okay. Um, and so my my wife blew the air mattress up and took my kiddo into the to the living room with her, and that's where they stayed. Um, so you were on your own. Yeah, I was I was on my own. I mean, luckily my um, Victoria took very good care of me. Gave me, you know, made sure I was okay. Would check in on me. Would make sure my temperature was was doing okay. Made sure I had my fluids. Made sure I was eating and just constantly checking in on me. But um, for the most part, I was just by myself. So, what was the what did the doctor's treatment consist of? What did they give you? What did they tell you to do? Did any they, medicine they gave? Yeah, so they gave me an inhaler. Because uh, when I was uh, younger, I had asthma, I had severe asthma problems, and so um, I knew an inhaler helped me in the past, so I asked them for one. Well, I asked my primary care doctor on Monday for one, and my wife was able to, to call her and, and, and get me one. But for the most part, they just said, isolate. You got you to gotta let it pass. You have to let it, let it go and let it run its course. And if at any point your chest feels really tight um, or you really can't breathe, you rush to the hospital. That's what the, that was the treatment plan. So wow. no hydrochloroquine, no, you know, no crystals, no sort of, you know, any sort of um, off-brand medicine. It was just simply here's an inhaler and let it run its course. Just and, have to take time. And, yeah. And, it's viral, dude. That's the whole thing. That's yeah. why. So, and I mean, I feel fine now. Um, now, you lost your sense of taste yes. and smell. So yeah, what, I think it what was, were you uh, consuming during the time? It was like time? I was consuming just normal foods. Normal foods. Uh, I remember well, cooking for them. I, I remember. Ooh, nice. um, I remember it was like Sunday evening. Uh, my wife wanted Chinese food, so she went to pick up some Chinese, and she fixed me up a plate and gave it to me, and I couldn't taste it. I was like, no, there's no way. Oh, you know, no. there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Maybe being robbed maybe, of everything. Maybe it's my congestion or something, and I blew my nose because usually when I get the flu or whatever, sure. I blow my nose, I can kind of taste things. I couldn't taste shit. Couldn't taste nothing. So, and uh, yeah, so I was just drinking, drinking Gatorade, drinking water, and my, yeah, my mom would sometimes bring breakfast because obviously the the my wonderful parents would watch my kid because my daycare, my my sitter wouldn't want to doesn't want the kid. Uh, sure. For obvious safety reasons and health reasons, and um, so my parents would watch the kid, and sometimes mom would bring me breakfast, and you know Victoria would come on her lunch and fix me up something to eat or you know whatever. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, man, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked, and and I and you know me, I I don't, I'm not reckless with with these sort of things. I, I for the most part, I've been staying in my house since March, and uh, sure, we went to Texas for um, you know real reasons, reasons right. we needed to be there. And I protected myself at work and all that stuff, but you know, caught it from a family member on, on my wife's side and it's just, just how it is, you know? So the, the symptoms started to dissipate after about how long? Um, I would say, because like, you had a headache, like yeah, a constant headache, I have constant headache, body oh. aches. Uh, the fever broke. I don't know, like three days after. I think it was Tuesday when you said. Yeah, it was, like yeah. Tuesday, it finally just went. It was back to normal. Um, and I think it was probably like nine days mm -hmm. after day nine, I was feeling normal for the kind of normal, more normal than what I was feeling. Uh, I still have chest like uh, tightness. 
Um, I had to do uh, a physical fitness test for hopefully this, yeah, this hobby to, coming up um, that I'm trying to get into. How did performance suffer? Um, I, I'm, I did well. I did well, uh, but it was the, the cardio. The cardio portion is what really kind of threw my body into uh, into gear or, uh, you know, kicked my lungs and into gear and, and kind of I overdid it and yeah. I, I didn't feel very good yesterday because I did the test um, actually two days ago. I didn't, I did the test Wednesday. So, um, but I, I mean, Friday I felt fine. Uh, I kind of felt back to quote unquote normal, but I'm not a hundred percent. So you got a, a test at the end of your symptoms to, to Mm-mm. confirm that you don't have nope. it or you just symptoms nope. went away and they say, Oh, you're clear. So for the, activity. the doctor just said, um, once you are, um, symptom free for three days, okay. you're good. So okay. I had this form I had to, I had to take back, uh, or fax to my, to my work at least 40 or at least, yeah, 48 hours before my return date. And, uh, my doctor just asked me, um, over the phone. Like, they did that screening that, you know. Yeah. They just screening you have temperature or you you know okay. you coughing or this and he's like yeah I'm coughing but you know I'm not gasping for air or, you know the the severe symptoms have seceded they're they're not here anymore. right oh by the way Adam you guys are six feet apart you know just so, yeah <laughs> so um but yeah man I, I would like to I would like to get the the antibody test I would like to get right. it since my test came back pot negative right. and right, it could right, have right. been a false negative i would like to get it but i'm and i've never felt like that before so did the doctor did they have you on anything where they want to see you again in a few months no. just to check where no. you're at nope nothing i think they're pretty overloaded with some other stuff yeah so it's more so um trusting the patient to make sure they're monitoring them i mean i don't know my doctor hasn't called or, or anything like that and said, hey, let's do a follow-up or anything like that. And I'll probably have to go get a physical here soon, so I'm sure they'll they'll run some sort of test So they don't, they don't believe that the diminished lung capacity is like a permanent thing? They think um, it'll come back? I, I don't know. I, I haven't asked my doctor. I mean, I've read a few studies that say that it is going to be a lasting thing for the people who got it. Um, but I the, the articles I've read is, is not specific because i had the mi- i had mild covid and react and you know in hindsight i had like the mild, really, mild it, version it knocked you on your oh, ass it kicked my ass but it was the mild version mm. luckily i wasn't in the hot admitted into the hospital with the tube down my throat because i couldn't breathe right you know luckily it wasn't you know my lung collapsed because you know it was so damaged it was the mild version you yeah, had the that, symptoms that was, our, that was obviously all of our concern yeah you know what I'm sure so it, it was the it was the mild version of it and it kicked my ass and hopefully if there is um, lifelong effects from it. It's not, you know. So what about you going forward now? Do you do you think you're sure still susceptible to getting reinfected? Do you think that the antibodies are? Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not okay. a doctor. I I, so you're I would going to mask up and pretend. I, yeah. I mean, like that's what I've been doing. So okay. I, you know, I went back to work Monday and. And uh, my work, my coworkers welcomed me back at a distance, and I had my mask on. They had their mask on, and just following the rules, man. Just following the rules, make sure that um, you know I don't catch it again, or you know I don't give it to anybody, or you know however that works. Yeah, and, it's basically not being an imbecile. Yeah, you just common sense, man. I mean, um, like I, I again, I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't gone anywhere. So, but it sucked. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm I'm glad that I got the mild version of it. If I had it, if I did indeed have it, which I'm almost 100 percent sure, I'm pretty sure I did. Um, 
but I'm I'm good. I'm I'm all right. I'm doing mm. I'm doing fine. And on that note, we want to apologize to our listeners for bullshitting on for the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, I get it. You know, I get it. I mean, a lot of people didn't know. A lot of people. I just didn't tell them. It's just like yeah. I told my family because they needed to know. Told my coworkers because they needed to know, and everyone else is like, "You want to ask me? I'll tell you, but I'm not gonna, you know, go on Facebook like." Oh my gosh! I have COVID nineteen lockdown. This is no joke. Like, yeah. no, nah, like you're gonna do what you're gonna do, no matter if no, you know me or not. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. So it's just like you don't ask. I'm not gonna tell you. You know when he told me, dude, I started doing my countdown. Your what? Be- yeah, because I was oh, because you, uh, yeah because I gonna yeah because I had been around Jeremy. I, you know, I, it, it's it's it was what we were at a party that weekend. Yeah, Fourth of July. And then I had been with him. I had been. I went over to see the baby on Tuesday, <laughs> so I kind of did a self isolation. I felt till you know. So I felt safe. You know, that's why we went and did the two remotes. Oh, is that why? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody tells me anything. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I it was. Uh, and it's not for drama, you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's. I think it, you know I I I don't know if maybe I would have done the same thing as Jay. Just admitted it right now, just on you know as as part of the podcast. But it, hopefully, it's maybe a little bit educational to somebody who's you know instead of going to this panic mode, yeah. it's a virus, dude, and and they're gonna tell you like they tell you with all the viruses, you gotta yeah, let it let run it its course, man. But you know this one, the obvious, the obviously dangerous part is that breathing part, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's first, you know, when Jeremy told us, you know, on Tuesday, or no, not Tuesday, when he told us on Saturday going into Sunday, you know, I said, oh, shit, I don't want to tell Wilden until it's, you know, official. But then How often would you check in on him? Oh, dude. All those days. days. They're at the, yeah, they're at the house every morning. And I'd open my window like Rapunzel. And, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw it. I saw an image. You took a picture. Yeah, took or a picture. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and not dad, shared either on the. Uh, yeah. Was it was not shared on the social media either. But dad <laughs> would just be like, "Hey, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? How's your breathing?" And mom, you know, mom yeah, was more know. worried about Ali. But then I send him some yeah. memes, you know, and I wait yeah. for him to respond. And like, if he wouldn't respond in a couple of hours, oh, you better check you, in. Yeah, yeah, no, because it's you just don't yeah. know, dude. I'm you by know. myself. He's by himself, and you know, I'm I'm ready to jump in. You know, I said, "Screw my isolation. I'm down." Heading down, you know, head down Rock Road at, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, 100 miles an hour if I had to. That's my kid, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was, it was, it was, you know, and then you, you know, you go through the got to be strong stuff, you know, with me, you know, and then, you know, you just don't want to think about, it. you don't want your kid ending up. Because you can't, the other part of it is you get this all on the news and you have all these assholes, you yeah. know, uh, on social media making all this drama about it. And it's you get caught up in that, and it's like, oh man, this this happened, and this case happened, this it gets diluted. And, yeah, and it gets so, diluted. do you have anybody that you've heard in the media that you'd say, this guy's really said it the way it really is, mm. or is it just way on this side? Way no, on the other I've, side? no, I've I've heard, you know, the the because I don't watch the news news. Sure, I got a lot of the news from. Articles online and Reddit and stuff like that. Twitter, so, Weekly right. World. News. I don't. Yeah, I'm, eh, just <laughs> yeah, just like you know, social media kind of stuff. And right. but like viable social media kind of stuff. Like thing, I don't ever follow or read into things that I'm like, okay, this is just ridiculous. Right. I've heard the stories that relate closely to mine. Of holy shit, day three, I couldn't breathe for you know my life, but like I didn't, I didn't feel like it was enough for me to go to the ER, and like that was kind of the spot I was in the first night, and. Right. Um, but like I've heard similar stories to mine, and and then I hear the 
the really shitty stories where people are in the hospital for months or, or weeks at a time. And then I've heard the the much, much milder stories of... I didn't even know. I, I yeah, had I, I right. had it. I tested positive, but like I, right. I was just at home chilling for two weeks. I got, you know, nothing was wrong. I was breathing okay. And so, I, I mean, I fell right in the middle. Um, and um, I don't know. I, it, it's like Dad said. I mean, you, you, it's such a craze, and then it turns into a political thing, and then people's um, personal interests get, you know, involved in personal views, and then it's just like, you see both sides, both extremes, and then the middle ground kind of gets lost in it because, well, what's more entertaining? Turns into the muddy water, shit. man. It's totally so it's just like water. after a while, you're like, oh yeah, coronavirus. Like yeah, sure. Like it, it's real, or if you don't believe it's real, you don't believe it's real, and it'll pass, or you know, the news story will pass, and we'll go on to the next thing, and then it hits you, and it's like, oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Wait, you know, we screwed around it's, here. With yeah, the COVID, yeah, it's you like know? I mean, it was, sure. we made fun of it and whatever, but I mean. It's tempting the devil in a certain way, you know? I mean, you know it's going to happen to somebody close to you eventually. Man, I would never in a thousand years, I would think it was Jeremy. Yeah. You know, but, you know, Jeremy's also high risk when it comes to the asthma and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was like, you know, it's it was tough, man. It was like, I, that's all I was thinking for like five days. You know, I don't want to get that call that Jeremy went to the hospital. You know, I just sure. didn't want to get it. Yeah. And, and uh, thankfully, you know, thank God it, it didn't happen. happen. Yeah. And I was, I was more, I was in. It sounds bad, but maybe it's just the parent thing. I wasn't worried about myself. I was worried about my kid. I don't want my kid it's to get it. It's a good thing it. you had a kid because otherwise you'd be all circ- thinking about yourself the whole time. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm miserable. <laughs> I've watched no, everything was, on Netflix now. Oh, I my was, God. Now no, what? The, the, the one thing, because uh, I was locked up in the room for two weeks, couldn't go to work. And and thank God I have a job that paid me for, for the two weeks. Um, but... I, Can I get a job like that? I, I watched. I watched. Uh, I don't think the, the podcast pays like that. I was rewatching The Sopranos. That's what I did in my quarantine. Was rewatch The Sopranos and play my video games. Did you get through the the entire run of The no, Sopranos? No, I didn't. I mean, I've seen The Sopranos about three times. Oh wow! Um, I got the whole so this is here. so okay. this is like my fourth time around, and uh, this time I decided to. As I was going, Google the things that oh. didn't make sense to me, or the things that I kind of wanted to learn more about. More of a deep dive yeah, on yeah. the Sopranos. So like um, deep cuts, deep cuts, Adam. Deep. Cuts. Yeah. So like um, I was telling Dad last week. Um, have you have you seen the Sopranos? I've seen most of the Sopranos. Okay. I haven't seen them all. Oh, there's what an a episode. Blast, Get out of this house. There's Sorry. there's an episode. Get out of the studio. Excuse me. <laughs> that is that is heralded as as like one of the best. You know, episodes or, or, or best one of the best things in t- television history. Okay, and it was the Pine Barrens was the episode where Chrissy and Polly go into the to the woods and almost tracking, freeze to death tracking yeah. the Russian. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember this one. Okay, you kind of remember, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bobby Bacala, who was kind of uh, who was in Junior's crew, he um, and Tony decide we're, we got to go find Chrissy and Polly. So Bobby is into hunting and stuff like that. So he comes into Uncle June's house. And he has his hunting gear on, and you they cut to Tony, and Tony's just laughing his ass off because it's funny. He was kind of he was always the butt of the joke because he right. was a fat guy and sure. you know all this stuff. Well, so then I Google Pine Barrens because I knew it was like this big episode. It turned out in an interview, Bobby Bacala, the the actor who plays Bobby Bacala, put a dildo <laughs> on his body on his lower half. To, he told the prop guy, he said, "Put a dildo on me." we're going to make James Gandolfini really laugh because he knew that's what the the point of putting him in the Hunter thing. I Like David Chase, that's where he was going. So he said, let's get a real reaction out of James Gandolfini. So 
he comes into the room and you see James, you can, uh, the, the article read it and it said something like, you look, you know, go back and look at the scene and you can see James eyes get redirected downwards. <laughs> and so I hit rewind and I saw James Gandolfini's eyes go directly downwards and he just loses it. And they Genius. improv through it and whatever. And it's just like, you know, I, I learned little shit like that throughout the where show. Where else, Genius Adam's production, where else can you learn about yeah. not only COVID, you can learn about the Sopranos and Dildos. It's just, <laughs> it's on the Tommy yeah. and Adam Hards and Aim podcast. The range, the range. They had to go to somebody on set that morning and say, I need a dildo right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Where's my dildo at? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I mean. In an emergency. <laughs> somebody in Jersey get one. So, so but you, yeah. So you watched The Sopranos. You did research on The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. How many Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast bits did you come up with or new production ideas? Well, the, I think there's... Um, I wanted uh, um, you guys to call in a, a doctor of some sort. Oh, Doctor Wuhan! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't call in. He, I, I got, but I, he got busy. No, I, so I, I, oh, I, okay. I got. I got. Uh, Doctor Wuhan got occupied. List. I mean, honestly, it's uh, it, maybe this is probably one of the most serious moments ever, and hopefully the only one on the show. I mean, well, yeah. it's 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 a concern, dude. You know, it's 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 I, consuming the world. This whole yeah. virus thing, and now one of the players in in this pod yeah, and you know we've done we, affected by it. and we've done bits on it and or you know if we mentioned this or the other you know and it's like oh man we've been busting balls with yeah. this you know and all of a sudden it happens and i mean and not being irresponsible with it but at the same time you can't let it consume you right as it's gonna be oh the don't walk outside you know right you know god bless my mother i love my mother with all my heart she's you know the the light of my eyes but my mom hasn't left the house since 29 february dude yeah, twenty nine February what? was the last but time my mom. She's older and at yeah. higher risk, so yeah. I mean, yeah, and you know, wow. so yeah, dude, everything's yeah. all relative and wow. it makes sense. But I mean, and she even t- when I told her, you know, because you know, is we, she losing her mind? Well, here's the deal. No, she's not, dude. No, no, and she's chilling. She's, she's she's loving it. Yeah, she's chilling wow. at home. Listen, here's the deal, deal. And again, my, and I'm not gonna get too personal on this, but you know, I, I called them because it's not that we wanted to keep it a secret. It wasn't that wasn't the case. I, I think I think the responsible thing to do is what Jeremy did. Tell the family friends that were close enough and family, hey, this is the deal. This is what we're doing. Please don't blast it. I'm okay. We're okay. So then So we, you obviously told everybody that you were around during that period too, right? Like it's that, the responsible that party. thing yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. They, I told, they, I told, they knew, right? Like I like I said, I'm not going out. So I told my coworkers because I was sure. around them. I told my family. Sure. I told my mom and dad. That's really it. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple friends text, "Hey, what's up? I have you know, yeah. you good? Like, listen, man, I got COVID. You know, I'm fine. I'm all right. Don't worry." And yeah, and then yeah. all the questions come through. Oh, what's it feel like? Blah, blah blah. Sure. I told um, you know, I told a couple people who needed to know, um, and and that was it. And, and I, you know, and I told obviously you know, me, close family and friends. You, thank you. You know, one of my brothers. You know, told a couple. You know, just because it, it's. It's preoccupying. It's like, wow, you know, it's my kid, and you start thinking these scenarios, but then you got to kind of switch. It becomes a real thing. Yeah, like, real, super real. It's like yeah. it was like in my face, real. Right. You know, and it was like it's just as real as that raccoon you hit. Oh, you know, God. couple of, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and uh, it's it was when I went to tell my folks, it was like you know, I would have said, "What are we gonna do?" Jeremy had already been cleared by the doctor, 
you know, had his little paper, all that deal. Right. It had been four or five days or whatever it was, uh, you know, non-heavy symptoms. Only the chest thing was 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 bugging him, mm-hmm. the breathing. And, and you know, we, we, we got my mom on video conference because my mom video conferences now. You know, 77 years old, she could deal with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then my dad was doing his, my dad typically, ooh, 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 why do I have to sit down? You know, that whole deal. I said, just sit down, dad. Listen to what I'm going to say. I want, I want everybody to, to calm down. First of all, Jeremy's fine. Everything's good. Okay. You know, that's the first thing. There's, it's already over with. And, well, what is it? And I said, well, Jeremy just got the COVID. Remember, like, my mother was like the gasp. <gasps> I said, calm down. You know, my, my that's why I said sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1,500 miles away, I guess, right. you, you know. Right. Then that's you, the reason, though. So, is, you know, is your, I'm going to tell you why I'm sick. For what? Now you're worried no, sick because yeah. I'm sick. And it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. So, you know, then my mom, I immediately calmed her and I said, mom, this is the deal. This is how it went down. This is the reason why we decided not to include everybody just because of this. You know, and then you're probably going to probably re- look so for... So you only some- revealed it when... Yeah, when was it was necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. But, you know, it was like, it was like I saw one of Wilda's old co-workers. She got the COVID. Mm-hmm. She's very, you know, very sharp young lady. I, you know, we, we went to her wedding, all that. Very, very nice girl. And she worked... You know, they're at the store, at the department store. Yeah. And she, the way she she presented it in Facebook was probably one of the most responsible ways I've seen them do it because she runs into a lot of people. And she says, listen, to my family and friends and my coworkers, I contracted the COVID, whatever, whether I got it, whatever it was. It, just to let you know, I'm fine. I do have some of the symptoms, but just in case, if you were close to me during this period, you may want to be go mindful. ahead and be mindful of this. Right. You know, it was like, please don't go overboard. I'm fine. Yada, 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 yada. And I look, I read it and I said, wow. It wasn't like, oh, I have uh, three children and my parents yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Calm down. You know, it's just like, just just lay it out. Don't, don't do it a... A melodrama soap opera. Yeah, don't Give don't do facts. it for seeking of attention. Just yeah, do yeah, it to yeah. to inform people and 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 go on. So I mean, in a way, so when we do it here in the Tommy and Adam Hard Today podcast, you know this is the reason why it wasn't. You know, it gives some idea that that and this is not going to happen to everybody. Is that correct, Jeremy? Everybody's going to experience yeah, it a little. Everyone's gonna. It it's a virus. It's a virus. When a virus so, virus. Oh my gosh! I don't know why I keep saying it like that. From my understanding, a virus enters you. Sure. It's going to mutate to how your body is. It's not the same across the board, and this virus like, mutates like crazy. I think that I think that's what the issue is. It won't mutate or so the same strain of virus or whatever. You're gonna get. You're gonna get. It's kind of like I got COVID nineteen A, and then if I gave it to you, you would have COVID nineteen B. Mm-hmm. It's the same virus. It's just gonna affect you differently because it mutated it. differently. That's yeah. how I understand it. Okay. And this is not. This is not a a. I got it. You need to take this seriously. This is not, I'm not here to tell you that. I'm just here to tell you. Your experience. I, I had it. And that's this your, is what happened. And that was your experience only. Yeah. My experience only. Um, just be careful. Be careful. It's a real thing. And, and hopefully you don't get it. And hopefully none of your family members yeah. get it. And, and this all passes. Be careful, I think, would be the thing. It's yeah. a, be, careful, be careful. Don't be an imbecile. That's, you know, just don't go crazy uh, making stuff up or you screaming at people, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Or screaming at somebody because you don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Just like just, just relax. Just be mindful, be careful, and 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 
Well, just just keep going. I mean, just just keep going. It's well, fine. Jay, I want to thank you for your efforts because you know, remember, like it was about a month ago, we we drew straws and he drew the <laughs> short straw, so he had to uh, subject himself to the COVID, and uh, yeah, you did well. You yeah, thanks. You made it, you made it through. <laughs> oh, Adam, you think we should go into the good times, bad times, man? What's the deal? What do you think? Oh, you got anything else? Do you want? What else do you want to say about this? Anything? Oh. I, you know, uh, I think I said what I was going to say. I, no, Jay, just real quick. What percentage yeah. do you think you are right now? Out of 100%, where are you at right now? Uh, uh, 95. 95% yeah, after pretty much th- three weeks after? Yeah, yeah, 95. I'd probably say about 95. And and the only thing is is the um, my, my chest. My chest just feels tight. Okay. Like I said, I, d- I did that physical fitness test, and uh, a couple of days ago, it was like, I was like, oh my god! Like I wanted to stay home from work because it was just like it, my chest bothered me so bad. Wow. But I went and you know I had some some remedies around me and it, it helped. Okay, ninety five percent. Well, good. Well, there you go. On the mend. There we go. From rock and roll to COVID, back to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, we're gonna do it again. Good times, bad times. Who's got what? You can do the bad times. I, I got, got the bad, bad times. times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, none of us are big drinkers here, are we? Not me. Jay, drinker uh, very much? Not a big drinker, no. I'll have a drink every <clears> now and then, but no, I'm not a big, big drinker. Well, earlier this week, there was some bad times. Really? When uh, 12,000 bottles of Templeton rye whiskey... <laughs> was spilt onto a Missouri highway after the truck overturned, oh, carrying it to its uh, storage facility. This four-year-old whiskey was valued at over $325,000. Oh, how old was it? It's four-year-old whiskey. Oh. And crash and burn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Insert crash and burn right yeah, here. It's, it's too late now. I'm not going to go searching for it. That's at least bad times for that driver, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That sucks. Oh, man. Terrible. Who was, how many people you think like went out and started licking the, the pavement? <laughs> In that state? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it would be, I think it would be insured. How do you clean that up? You don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they would take the hazmat people go out there. I don't know if they, they would do that. You think they water it, though? Because it's alcohol, so you don't want it like a... And I mean, I, I don't know I if a think, cigarette would, would light a fire. But a bunch of deer and animals gonna, are out there I'm slapping gonna, it up. I'm going to ask you the questions you asked me. Was it in a barrel or was it in glass? <laughs> it was in the glass. Oh, so... Damn. They're in bottles. What so was 12, it called? I'm just asking which bottles. What, Templeton uh, Rye Whiskey. Tem- Templeton. Made oh. in Iowa, yet stored in... In Arkansas, and it was on that trip to the storage facility and hmm. Kaplow. Wow, was it an accident or just it just popped? I didn't get any more information on it. Just okay, I'm getting a thing <laughs> is, uh, on its side. I sharpshoot you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, I you know, my good times obviously is that Jeremy's better, but you know, I just I have to add a little bit more to that. Oh, and you know, obviously as a parent, you know, was we were we were concerned, highly concerned, but. And we were very relieved when, you know, we got the news. So anyway, but my real bad, good news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> what's, what's your real good news? 
<laughs> and here we are joking again about it. <laughs> well, Dr. Wuhan should have called in. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we all have our favorite chi- uh, childhood memories of these different characters that enter our lives through the TV. Right? Sponge Ellie Mae Clampett. Yeah. The genie yeah. from I Dream of oh, Genie. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> those would be the ones that you the girls would... from Petticoat Junction. Those, those the, and the ones from Hee Haw. I'm over here saying SpongeBob. The, one, the, <laughs> the, the girls from Hee Haw. The Hee Haw. Ginger and Marianne. <laughs> right. The, you know, yes. But we also had, uh, at least, you know, I heard. I don't know if this is true or not. We had Bozo the Clown, Captain Kangaroo. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> right, right. We had those uh, uh, those kind of like Muppet kind of characters, right? Yeah. A beloved one yeah. uh, that was during the era that Jeremy and Monica were growing up was Barney, Barney. the Purple Dinosaur. Yeah, he was tubby. I love you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It had the ice. He was tubby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. Yeah, the most friendly T Rex on the Yeah. And the, no teeth either. No, so yeah, he was, he was. He was uh, I guess it's because purplish was maybe He the, didn't have teeth. Maybe maybe his well he didn't have any menacing teeth. He must have been old. Yeah, they well fallen out or something. Well he had disappeared for about I think 10, 12 years is what what uh what this uh this uh, article written by Adam Peacock. And this was yesterday from the <laughs> God. I know where this is going. The Weekly World News. <laughs> Once again, the paper of record. He chased, he actually did a little bit of investigative reporting himself, like our medical research department right. did on the COVID. Okay. And he was able to come up with this image <laughs> of <laughs> dating Cardi B. I like that. That's wow. funny. This is an image of Barney, and he is ripped. He's shredded. He is jacked for sure. Look at the length of his arm. Yeah, they even grew. Lengthen that much. That's why. We'll also be putting the link to this uh, awesome news article. He has excellent peaks uh, yep, on his biceps. Yeah, yeah. And they read that Barney gets jacked. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Good Look Lord. at that Mr. America pose he got there right there. Oh, my God. Mr. And he's Universe. on the playground just menacing. Oh, yeah. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Damn. It was like, stop eating those Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Cleanup time is now. <laughs> Barney, once popular, listen to this, Jeremy. Barney, once popular, chubby children's <laughs> show icon. Disrespectful. I, I think Adam Peacock was a little bit, a little bit, went a little bit overboard on that one. <laughs> Fell out of favor and disappeared from popular culture. He did. He actually had. Yeah, definitely you know, disappeared. Okay, more than a decade yeah. ago. After a long stink of depression, he was depressed. Also, by the way, some time behind bars for drug abuse. I did not wow. know that. That didn't make it on TMZ. That was for like some a weird side. rumor that was always like around on the internet. Was like Barney was like this, was like a crack addict or wow. like something well, like that. Anyway, Apparently he like the actor well, well, who was in the in, in his time behind bars, he actually hit the gym big time, as you can notice on his no pictures. Right? He, says, he shocked everyone when he recently merged to show off his new ripped purple physique. Purple and green. <laughs> I wonder if he'll become an Instagram model. He won't make the birthdays, though. 
if that's what happens when you go to prison, my wife's going to want me to go. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Adam, please get that, oh. out, get that out of your head. You, oh. you would not do well in prison. I wouldn't do well? No, no, no. I wouldn't come no, out looking like that? No, no. Listen, listen to this. This is what you would need. Barney credits a vegan diet and a strict workout regime for his transformation. A vegan Tyrannosaurus Rex? As a former carnivore. Oh, my God. <laughs> his daily routine includes weight training. And a 10-mile run every single morning, okay? When asked what he, w- what he will do now, he says, anything that doesn't involve children, bam, and that, <laughs> and that ladies and gentlemen, wow. was this week's Jeremy Hit It, baby. <laughs> oh, all time. Good times, bad times. Congratulations, Bart. All right. Maybe we'll see him at a... <laughs> The Arnold Classic Bodybuilding I Show later know. next year. Ready, yeah. <laughs> Check out my ripped tail. It's <laughs> <laughs> it like it flexes like a bicep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, what a show! What a well, show! Jay, welcome back. Thanks, man. Yes, it's good to be back. Do you have anything else? Anything you want to leave the people with? Uh, nope, I said my piece. Okay, so back to the shenanigans next week. Tommy, mm-hmm. you have anything else, dude? This is a <laughs> this is a serious show. I don't even I don't even know that. But God, I don't know. No, dude, I'm good. Let's just, yeah. I'm good. Are you going to be depressed when you listen no, to it or something? I don't think I'm going to listen back this one. It was it was just tough These as are the a days parent. of our lives. This is a, it was tough as a parent. You know, we got to keep it reals in this yeah, show. So, yeah, that's what that's what this one was. Yeah, and I did feel bad that we bullshitted the crowd for a little while, but that it was necessary. It's so, fine. Yeah, they'll understand. Yep. <laughs> and as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners. Our fans and whoever subjects themselves to this podcast, we do really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is just not that serious. Again, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, and everywhere else that DSP thing blasts this show. Absolutely. Activate the notification icon to be notified when our podcast is online. Ding, ding, ding. I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. You were listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. July is gone and August is here with new possibilities to be ready for. Remember to play it often, play it loud, but play it. As we head on out to face our day, here's the title track of Boston's Don't Look Back. Podcast is produced by Tate Cola Promotion. Tate Cola Promotion. August the 1st, 2020.